Well, hey, Marys. Hi, Marys. You're probably wondering, what's going on here? This isn't how it starts. No, what do I do? <laughs> what's happening? Diane Keaton. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> if you're grabbing at your turtleneck right now and, and screeching in your... Uh, loosening your tie. Yeah, loosening your tie, and, and your, your entire house of Ethan Allen is just askew. <laughs> Worry not, Marys. We just have a couple announcements of things to look forward to as we go into the official off-season from what has been... A very long on season. A very long on season. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna turn off the dark and oh you know work God. it out. Yeah, oh, I'm so. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited so to get into some of these other things. So, Marys, after we finish reviewing season ten, we're gonna invite our lovely sisters uh, from Grizzly Kiki to help us with the uh, finale episode uh, t today. Mm -hmm. But uh, before they get here, we wanted to let you know that we are reviewing um, Drag Race Thailand season one um, and season two of Dragula yes. um, in the off season. And of course, our first episode of Drag Race Thailand is already up. That's a few weeks ago and wherever we had the, uh, the little uh, break from season 10. Sure. Uh, and so you can keep following along with that and Drag Race or Dragula season two. Uh, these are going to be really interesting uh, back to back Oh yeah um, So that's exciting Another thing I know That we will probably Dedicate some kind of Episode to I finally watched Nanette Yes And I I don't know What to say Except Your life is Before and after You saw Nanette <laughs> This is like I And I cannot tell you Mary's who've watched it You're snapping along You know Sure It is so Alright Mary It is it is funny, it is emotional, it is powerful, it is true, mm. it is real. I am I'm just I'm gooped also gagged. Yes. So we will be dedicating an entire episode to Nanette. Nanette. No, no, Nanette. Yes, yes, Nanette. Yes, yes. All right, Nanette. Nanette. Yes, yes, Nanette. <laughs> um yes, more Nanette. Well, I guess ironically, you'll see that why that joke is uh um, appropriate there you go yeah uh, it'll make sense later as Miss Fame said um, <laughs> so the other thing that you have to look forward to in the off season drum roll well I just happen to be pregnant with a new podcast Mary oh yes another podcast yes June is busting out all over Mary's <laughs> um, or probably July at this point but doesn't matter um, so I have started my own little solo project called in the details which will come as no surprise to any Mary's is a celebration of nuance. Yes. So I, I mean, we, it's basically a microcosm of so much of what we do on this podcast. I am, I am zooming in with the mag magnifying lens to uh, movie moments, acting choices, uh, single take shots of people having reactions. All of the, nobody told her to do that. Yes. Kind of things. Everything is things that nobody told her to do. Uh, the first episode, while you're listening to this, is already up on iTunes, um, so you can head over and subscribe and listen now. And uh, to give you a sense of what you're in for, the first episode's title is Five Essential Face Journeys. Okay, so in the details. Some of which we've talked about in Matreon episodes, so, so some of this might be familiar and some of these are brand new. All right. Um, and that's going to be every week. Uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff planned. Cool. Guests, features, uh, clips, you know, the whole showboat. So well, we're all excited to listen, Mr. Colin. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and you can you guys can let me know what you think at uh, Colin Drucker on Twitter. There you go, Mary. Yeah. Well, uh, without further ado, I think we need to get into this finale uh, with our friends uh, at Grizzly Kiki. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring you into our regular intro and a clip of the week. So enjoy, Mary's. Bitch, get into it.
right, Mary. in the bottom two. I'm not really into bottoming as far <laughs> as I know now, but, but I am not necessarily opposed to trying or at least lip syncing. Yes, of course. Well, now, what's your strategy for slaying these lip syncs tonight? I've definitely learned what the audience like and what the fans like from me, which is for me to be me. And I think I've tickled your fancy a couple times on purpose, by accident, either or. <laughs> so I know how to impress you. I know how to impress the audience. and. Uh, I'm definitely here to steal this show and hopefully a check. Yeah. So, so now, of all the top four, who is the toughest queen to take down tonight? Definitely the toughest to take down seems to be Asia O'Hara. She has been doing this for... She has been doing drag for nearly 46 years or something yeah, like yeah. that, approximately. And that's not ageist, that's just knowing that she's proven herself to be someone who is fierce freaking competition. So I feel like Asia saying, you know, or sorry, excuse me, I feel like Aquarius saying, um, sorry, it wasn't Asia, uh, that she knows how to impress RuPaul. She knows how to impress the audience. It was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That's I it. mean, we've watched her do that. We've watched her adjust. We've watched her kind of figure it out and, yeah. and be this drag race fan consistently quoting the show mm -hmm. in every episode, even quoting Vanjie with her fan reveal right. on this episode and just kind of like figuring it out and RuPaul whenever she got to Aquaria was just this giddy little schoolgirl. yeah it's because you kind of look at RuPaul and RuPaul kind of acts like you know nothing gets through her you know like she catches every bit of bullshit every bit of production and I'm not saying that Aquaria was producing herself but Aquaria was able to have that like self-aware editorializing of what she was doing and yeah. course correct yeah and i think that that's like the subtle difference between self-production and like self-awareness and deliberately changing your your behaviors right and learning know? it yeah yeah, and, yeah and just adjusting i mean it, it reminds me of raven in season two where raven's like yep they'll tell me what to do and then i'll do it mm -hmm. and i don't have to bring that off the show right right it's yeah. just like that willingness to adapt to get to the crown i mean that's what she set off to do and she just was so unfazed about everything she just never seemed nervous to me yeah um yeah. we should introduce our lovely guests we should we're just queening out on our own yeah. here but <laughs> we uh it's a bit of a kiki here today at all yes. right mary a grizzly kiki a grizzly um, so welcome to our special guests from Grizzly Kiki. Daniel and Robert. Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they sound different here, right? <laughs> a little bit. Everyone in All Right Mary sounds a little bit more like a Mary. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Mary. I don't know why I always put on a voice whenever we're on someone else's podcast. <laughs> do you? Are you trying to hide your identity? I feel identity? like I do. <laughs> um, I also love that Daniel and Colin have the same affliction. They keep... They keep. Uh, <laughs> I say it as I'm about to fuck it reading? up. You keep switching. Oh, Asia, Asia and Aquaria. Yes. Daniel does it all the yeah. time, and I look oh. at him and I'm like, "Do you really mean but that?" But it, right. it only <laughs> happened later in the season, and then it got worse because then it was like Asia, Eureka, Aquaria. It was yes. really bad. I know. It's like I was having like little strokes every time I was thinking about them because just different names would come out. Yeah, this is like what my grandparents would do because I have like 19 cousins. So mm -hmm. they would just, I was called Connor, Caitlin, Colin. So that's really what I thought my name was for so long. <laughs> Connor, Caitlin, Colin. Yeah, you gotta just like, and I was like, ooh, Caitlin, where'd we get that? Um, 
so I'm glad you decided Caitlin before Colin. Why did that make more sense? <laughs> okay, Caitlin, time for a dinner. <laughs> Why was that the second choice and not Colin? Your grandmother was really Miss Cracker. Oh, really, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, she she is thin, white, and salty. Right? I guess that's wow. <laughs> That's why she seems so familiar. Yeah. Well, um, Robert and Daniel, (laughs) any thoughts on Aquaria's kind of journey to this crown? Just kind of start off. Do you want to go first or should I I go first? Honestly, I was kind of surprised to a certain extent because um, knowing not a ton about her because we we didn't really interact with her a lot um, before she got on Drag Race, but we did see her around and knew of her and had seen her perform. So we knew she could perform really well. Everybody knew about her looks and, and you know, the fact that she came up in a, a kind of different industry than a lot of other queens and that, you know, she's she she was working in this kind of dying field of, of clubs, you know, because sure. there aren't that many left. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's like Suzanne Barsh and who else? You know, <laughs> and who's doing these like very classic New York style club nights, right? Yeah. So I Vivacious. knew that, that was yeah. set. But to see her like you were saying it earlier, like adapt, but also not not just adapt for the sake of like I'm gonna do what they're telling me to do, but more like like observing, synthesizing it, and then spitting out something more like evolved and mature. Like every episode, sure, was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and then because then it just became very clear that she was just like I'm here. To win, right? Like I'm, I came with the wardrobe, I came with the know-how and the poise, and knowing what to say. And the fact that in that clip she addresses RuPaul directly is very interesting to me, because yeah. girls don't normally say, "I know what you like about me." Right? Yeah. They, nobody has ever said that before, and so it shows that she has this like innate confidence. Yeah, I, I I loved how in the finale, uh, not this one, but the last challenge. When she was asked to speak, it was like, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. There was no stumbles. And then even in this, she knew exactly what she was going to say when she got the crown. The thing about going out with a bang. Mm -hmm. This interview with RuPaul was like right out of a pageant. And it just worked so well. And then she had these lovely parents. Oh, yeah. And it was this cute little thing. And I, yeah, I was just like, okay, Aquaria. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I felt proud of her. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, it's a very, um, there's a little bit of ownership, I think, mm-hmm. like, um, that I feel. We definitely felt proud of her. I think for me, the shocker was, we've, we've, been, to, we've, we've been to one of her shows before, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be honest, Aquaria, so Aquaria, there are things she can do. She can perform and, or at least I thought before this season, she can perform, she can, she's a MacGyver with makeup. Like mm-hmm. she can do anything with just about anything. I saw her do her entire face with just a bunch, like a handful of old lipsticks because wow. she left her makeup, Holy like fuck. her makeup case on Fire Island one time. And I was yep. like, this is going to be good. Um, <laughs> and, um, and she can really turn a look like she has really smart was I mean the perfect example is the the meme with oh all God. of the like the geometry the geometry meme. Oh, meme I love that she, when like, she did that look 3D that was just uh, amazing. I don't think I've seen oh this my God. No. Oh, no you know that it's, meme where it's like there's four boxes and it's like somebody thinking really yes. hard with mathematics signs uh-huh. yeah so she created that basically on her face oh shut up and the, the triangle <laughs> was black construction paper that like. Part of it was construction paper, but then it went into makeup on her face. So it just like it flared. It was, I mean, and that's only one of them. Right. 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 She's 
She's so well, much more than that. And right, but my point is, we went to her show, and her on the mic was not great. Mm-hmm. And so my oh. fear with her going into drag race is they really expect you to have a voice, a, a physical voice, mm-hmm. where you can talk and and tell jokes and all that stuff. And she came off super confident. Anytime we had to hear her speak, she came off very confident. I love that she essentially pointed at Rue and was like, "I know you like me, so mm-hmm. yeah. hey, girl, let's, yeah. you know, yeah. let's have a little conversation." It's mm-hmm. it's almost like she woke up on the show and was like, "Oh." My story and who I am is actually what's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not about like creating this brand and like whatever. It's actually what I already do. And yeah. I just wasn't necessarily. Maybe she was aware of it. Aware of it. I don't know. Also, but we don't know that much about her. Right. If you mm-hmm. think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, true. She didn't. There's no, you know, other than like, yeah, she works in nightlife, but. There was not a single Sharon Needles reference. There was not a single, like, you know, nightclub scene reference during her season or, you know, talking about her personal life or her family. It was very interesting because you feel like, you know, you really know her, but she's very careful Mm -hmm. about what she lets out. And I think that that's that's kind of great. Sure. I think she's not relying on, on, you know, to call it a sob story, but she's not... um, relying on anything other than what she's presenting okay so mm-hmm. like uh, you know i think impress you and and really get you to appreciate what she's doing how would you compare that to cameron i wouldn't okay because <laughs> cameron i think <laughs> just i don't know i mean i get you know she's thinking about the performance and like how that's what she does but by the same token like you know you're on tv right so not that you have to make up things for the camera, sure. but like she has this interesting background and it was touched on, but then, you know, if you're always silent, then like, we're just, I don't know. It's not interesting to me. Right. Yeah. I see. If, you know, <coughs> if the whole story is behind a locked box, like does it exist? Exactly. That feeling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas Aquaria um, would just kind of like give one. What I bits. think with Aquaria, you know, I, I think in terms of her having a hard time expressing herself, the way I see it is like Aquaria has all the ingredients but she's got the cake mixer on too high, so that's why everything kind of <laughs> makes a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. She's like, she, I, I give her that. I mean, not really knowing her, I'm kind of, kind of figuring this out of my mm-hmm. my own. But like, it, she feels like someone who has so many good ideas and so many interesting thoughts, but she hasn't quite figured out how to like get in pace with them okay. to then share them. And that's going to come with age, sure. Mm-hmm. And it's probably just a, a a symptom of her being so fucking smart. Like yeah. I see all yeah. of this as signs of how smart she is. She's very creative. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an intelligence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think like to your point, like yeah, like they expect these drag race queens, these winners, to be kind of you know the, the doyens and hostesses of of the community for a year. Right. Um, and how is she going to do that? But then I think, well, if anyone can figure this out, it's Aquaria. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I land. Well, yeah. you know, my stance on that has completely changed. I think that she has shown how confident she is. She mm-hmm. showed she's shown that she can speak. She it has shown how charming she can be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no one predicted her winning Snatch Game. Oh, right. No, no yeah. way. No, you no, know, no, no. never in a million years. But she's. I mean, one of my favorite things about the season was seeing her grow and seeing her change my essentially change my mm-hmm. mind about her yes. on the show. Yeah. I love that. Totally. Yeah, totally. yeah I went in writing her off immediately and wanting the show to kind of like slap some sense into her yeah. and it's like yeah. she ended up slapping some sense into us yeah. and the show mm-hmm. at times totally. like, absolutely yeah. it was a totally refreshing perspective and i think ruin michelle rag on millennials so much and i'm so 
uh, I'm so glad Aquaria could buck that trend and give an example, much in the way Trinity Taylor would give an example of what a pageant queen can Absolutely. do. Right. So, like, in that way, like, she's a she definitely makes sense as America's Next Drag Superstar. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Colin, uh, Robert, and Daniel, I think we should dive into this episode. But first, why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, they are listening to a very special crossover episode of <laughs> All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Yeah, Grizzly Mary. Yeah, Grizzly uh, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's more than an All Right Kiki. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. <laughs> Which, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. <laughs> and I'm Colin. Oh, I'm Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot my name. <laughs> and I'm Robert. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and we, you know, you uh, loyal listeners know that we did get together earlier in the season. To, what challenge? The Farmerusical? Is that what we talked about? Oh. It, it, was it was either. It was earlier. Tap that app, too. I think. Oh, ta- maybe it was Tap that app. Oh, it was Tap that app. Yeah. Yeah. Episode three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were yeah. requests for us to get back together. I think Dino wrote us and oh, was like, Dino's you guys need to get together again for the finale. Yes, yeah. he did. Oh, and my we were God. like, that's, yes. Brilliant that's, idea. We do. You're right. <laughs> yeah. This has been a long season. Oh, why yeah. did it matter that so there long, was two back right? to back? I'm exhausted. Yeah. Is it because there was a, a break? Is it just because there was a, a, a double save? I, I I don't know what it was. I think it was that they announced season 10 before season like season three of All Stars had even finished. Yes. Right. So it's just like this really long, drawn out thing. Yeah. Um, and it's been an emotional season, I think, too. Yeah. It's yes. Been, you know, heavy. Yeah. I think that's the other part of it is yeah. it's been long, but it's been heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of yeah. issues. No, no tea, no shade. Like I'm thankful that the that it has been heavy. I think oh, there's absolutely. a place for that. Yeah. Um. I just. Uh. I think also the episodes were long. And oh, yeah, they that, were longer. They were longer year. episodes, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot more content, a lot more for all of us to talk about mm-hmm. on the episode. Yeah, we saw more of the producer hand or not hand. We we heard or not heard from different queens, mm-hmm. um, and the untucks were. I mean, that's where a lot of shit yeah. went down, yeah. and yeah. I feel like they were really pushing mm-hmm. content on Untucked because it was the first time that it was aired alongside the episode in two seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. or th- maybe even three seasons. So I, it, it's in season seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was the first time I did it online, and yeah. so I feel like uh, that 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 aspect of it too to like keep viewers mm-hmm. to watching Untucked was a part of like a lot of it was mm-hmm. selling I mean of course there was no way to predict the things that were going to happen there no um, yeah. but that is I think you know where probably some of the most meaningful conversations and moments happened I mean I think you know now that you know it's a little soon for a post-mortem but like with some vantage point of the whole season it's like I thought I look at a queen like the Vixen for example I'm like oh this is like when you, when we're a few seasons down the line. This is still going to be a game changer. Oh sure, yeah, you know, absolutely. like yeah. we're going to see yeah. how many big things happen this season. Yeah. Um, and it se- all happened in Untalked, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The I mean, biggest ones. Yeah, I think the the stories that were told, Blair's story. I think, um, I think Monique. I think Dusty. I yeah. mean, we've heard Monet. similar things, Monet. Yeah. yeah, but I think like shit got real this season in a way that I think they were trying to do in season nine and didn't always oh, nail. Right, well, yeah, because right. the girls were all very, I mean, With you know, pulse, the, right? talking mm-hmm. about like producing yourself. I mean, you know, it's like everybody was very cognizant of what they do to you. And it was interesting to see this season, meaning season nine, where it was like, yeah, we're all at summer camp, you yeah, know, and it's uh-huh. like everybody's being nice and chummy. And, you know, there were a few bumps here and there, but for, but for the most part, it was very um, 
safe, like a lot of talent, but very safe. And then this season, you know, like Colin was saying, it's such a game changer. And, you know, we were talking about race and religion. And then, you know, like, you know, again, the, 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 the kind of all sorts of other issues that offshoot from these. And they were, for the most part, I think, allowed to kind of be stripped bare. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, you know, there were a lot of producers' hands in here, and some of the queens even trying to produce certain endings. But mm-hmm. the fact that all of these things precipitated during the course of this show, and they were just there, you know, for people to see and consume, I think is probably the most important thing about this season, because as wonderful as Drag Race is, and as... as much success as it has kind of created for these girls and drag queens in general because there's a whole economy. Yes, yeah. I love that word on this episode. Because yeah. of yeah. it, you know, and it's the first time I've heard it said on Drag yeah. Race because when we were at DragCon in LA, it's so much bigger. It's so much bigger and it's like wow. jewelry makers and shoemakers and costumers, makeup brands, estheticians. Like yeah. it is, if, if Drag Race ever stops or if this ever implodes, Tens of thousands of people are going to lose their jobs, wow. you know. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, it's 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 done all this great stuff. But we also saw the ugliest parts of Drag Race this season, and sure. that is, you know, this incredibly rabid racist fandom that exists yeah. under the surface. Yeah. But that's also incredibly powerful. So right. I think yeah. it was really important for that. You know, I was reflecting with uh, a coworker of mine about the racism in the fandom, and I was thinking about because people keep calling this finale, this grand finale, like the Super Bowl of drag mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking of like sports fans, and I'm like, are sports fans this vicious to players? And I'm like, sure, they probably are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. ignorant, so I don't really know, but because mm-hmm. I'm not like in that world. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the difference is is that these are queer people that like yeah. have been hurt and stamped on for most of their lives Mm -hmm. at least most of them and you know that there's some adversity which is also a part of why they're on the show Mm -hmm. and so then to see fans come at them personally is it it hurts even more and it's even scarier and it's harder to kind of brush off because when a sports player like misses a pass and gets called like a bad name it's like well, okay, that's not a it's not his character, it's just his drag. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people aren't just attacking how bad uh the the drag is. They're 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 talking about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much I think to compare sports to drag race because I know I mean that's I'm, homophobic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's gay culture. Um, but uh, but I um I feel like to compare the two, you know, because I've never been a big sports person, but oh really? Oh really? Kelsey Breeze, everybody. <laughs> but um, whenever I've watched drag race at a bar, I'm like, oh, I I I fumbled something. Excuse me. Um, uh, whenever I dropped his water, dropped my water bottle. Yeah, um, I carried a watermelon. Yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, I carried the watermelon. That's my sports reference. Okay, baby. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, I, whenever I watch Drag Race at a bar, I'm like, oh, this must be what watching sports at a bar feels like. I would love this to go on for six hours. This is so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think to your point about like, are fans as rabid as Drag Race fans? I mean, certainly, I think I think when people you know uh, are, are rioting in Philadelphia when the Eagles win, I'm like, oh, these people are, and this is fucked up. Well, I see yeah. that as like a, an outpouring of like 
hyper masculinity yes. like like all adrenaline mm-hmm. whether they're happy or sad they just they need to destroy something crazy mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's insane i know whenever i and see that's all ages all races all backgrounds because mm-hmm. sports is like so deeply rooted in like an identity of of where you're from right you know and but when i compare that to drag race and the, and the kind of same rabid response and the same deep emotional connection as where you're from and this kind of hometown thing is like i guess and i know this isn't realistic but when i look at like the queer community and how they're be- and how many of them are ha- behaving within the drag race world i think you bitches should know better yeah mm-hmm. i don't expect that from betty and joe beer can knocking over a you know <laughs> carl's junior because their team won or lost i don't expect them to know better right. i don't expect them mm-hmm. to know anything but I do hold gay people and queer people to a higher standard because it's like, mm-hmm. did you not get anything from your experience? Right. I yeah. certainly did. Well, especially when you're following a show where the mantra is everybody say love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. but I, we're living in a world full of white privilege. And I think mm-hmm. that coming at it from that perspective, you have to remember that things get forgotten. Like, the fact that um, a lot of these queens, this is something that Tyra Sanchez recently posted, uh, posted mm-hmm. pointed out that mm-hmm. most of the queens of color have, I think, like 60% of the fan base that a white queen will have. Yep. Sure. Um, well, and, and someone Bob actually... Posted, he posted the screenshots of all the different, um, like, the follower numbers. Too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, so it's... There, we have statistical numbers to show that this is actually a mm-hmm. thing, and I don't know where I was going with this, but well, just the idea. <laughs> I mean, there's of, proof, you know. Well, yeah, uh, right. Of mm-hmm. of the idea of 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 the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you were saying that you look at these other queer people and you're mm-hmm. like, you should know better, mm-hmm. and it's like they should, but at the end of the day, they don't. I know they just yeah. don't because it doesn't affect their lives, and so they don't have to think about it. Whereas a person of color at least in today's world is experiencing microaggressions mm-hmm. throughout the day. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So it's not an immediate so, pain point. Well, well and yeah, people. it's yeah. interesting because don't queer people experience microaggressions as well. I mean, I know that Certainly. every time I go home to visit my family, I experience them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it, it sucks. It can't be nearly as bad as, as, Experiencing it in, in like a racial way. Sure, mm-hmm. there's like the added layer of like, yeah. yeah, it's like the deluxe meal with added racism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like doubly you know? maybe. And then as a queen of color, you're like triply, triply. marginalized. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Well, and what I would like to posit, even though I shouldn't even say this, but the thing is, so I have a theory, and it's that I honestly feel like the fandom gets younger and younger, okay. like every mm. year. And so, not that queer people are off the hook, and not that older queer people are off the hook. Because I'm sure, you know, this kind of, you know, racist tendencies kind of, you know, they cross all, all yep. lines. Oh, yeah. But it is, the fandom is made up, and I'm pretty sure, like, the majority of them are young teenage kids mm-hmm. who are impulsive, who have access to an iPhone and an iPad or a tablet or whatever. And so they're constantly connected. But yet... They're not old enough to go to the shows. They're, you know, maybe, you know, their parents aren't going to pay for them to go to these things. Or maybe they do, and they pay for every meet and greet and all this stuff. So this, like, privilege gets more and more built built up, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're behind, you know, like, nobody knows who they really are. Right. Yeah. So it's like all this hate is just being spewed. And I feel like it's um, the, the, the impulsiveness of the, the racism and the bigotry and the fandom just reeks of inexperience and, and being really young to yeah. me anyway okay so I hear that. and i'm sure there are queer kids in there too yeah but 
I would I would think it's really sad if as as marginalized people, you know, as four of us are, mm-hmm. that other people like us would further marginalize people from our own community. Because drag queens are marginalized within the community sure. as it is. Sure. Why make that worse? Right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I it just it can't be people who are smart <laughs> yeah and and totally. actually understand yeah. what's going on totally you know? it totally just, it reeks of that the, i think the internet is fueled by rage and fear and mm-hmm. hate and like that's why there was um that um is it invisibilia podcast do you know this it's i've heard NPRs. of yeah. Yeah. they did this whole thing on um viral what mm-hmm. makes something go viral and mm-hmm. they did this research i don't think it was uh invisibilia that did it but like they this scientist did it or this group of scientists did it and researched what make something go viral and the things that are more apt to go viral are fueled by hate Mm -hmm. anger and Mm -hmm. rage and so I think it's not always just age and and the younger fans like behind their keyboards it's just that the internet is getting so much faster and more people are getting on it and Mm -hmm. older people are learning how to use it there's more time people are getting more addicted to it Mm -hmm. and so you know those personalities get on and there's just like this thing and you know you just type you don't have to talk to anybody you just type you don't think about a reaction Mm -hmm. because you know that's not why you're reacting you're not thinking about getting anything back yeah yeah and i mean god forbid somebody snap back at you oh (laughs) how (laughs) dare they how how could you i'm so innocent i didn't know it's like but you just spewed all this hey yeah Yeah. god forbid a queen responds and then you get oh my god i'm just kidding i love you right right usually take three seats a lot of them do these things uh, and i've seen it sometimes where like you know there are queens who are like they're the vixens one obviously from this season fifi o'hara it's it, she's notorious for it where a fan will be like well it turns out it's a fan at the end of the day they troll her with all this hate just to get a response yeah. and then they're like oh my god i love you thank you so much oh my god i can't believe you responded oh, wow and it's like so now it's not like hate speech and and being nasty. It's not just a you know the end game is not just to hurt somebody. It's to get somebody's attention. Right. So it's that like boys being mean to girls on the playground. Yeah, it's like pulling somebody's hair. Right. Well, yeah, we explored that a little bit with Bible Girl the last mm-hmm. time we had her on because mm-hmm. a lot of the people who follow her, a lot of her fans, will start conversations with her on Twitter about something and they'll say something negative mm-hmm. and she's like we don't we're not friends we don't need we don't need to break this barrier right now right so um let's not do this and she gives them a couple chances and then she blocks them and then they create new accounts and ask her why did you block me because the obsession is like i want to wow. interact with you it's right. not about mm-hmm. it's not necessarily about what they're saying oh yeah it's more about the interaction mm-hmm. that is some like mentally unstable behavior and yeah. where that crosses over into other people their people's lives like I know that you can compartmentalize by being a keyboard warrior or a mm-hmm. keyboard, you know, assassin or whatever you think you are. Mm-hmm. But like to to believe in and sanction the mindset that if I just abuse you enough, I'll get what I want. Mm-hmm. I just think becomes a bad habit you carry over. Sure. Oh, like absolutely. that makes me worried about this world. It but just yeah. it means that it works. That's yeah. the mm-hmm. bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the scary part. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. What do you say, Kiki girls? Should we uh, jump into this episode yeah. and and bring some of this discussion? I think will kind of inform also the finale because uh, there was a lot of really beautiful moments, a lot of 
scary, sad moments. <laughs> there were, yes. yeah, yes, yeah. there were. Some moments just didn't take off. The, yeah, well, yeah, 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 they just stayed in the cocoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeesh>. <laughs> um, so we start out uh, with the season ten queens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except Tammy, Tammy Brown. She was in Australia. I felt cheated. Touring. I know. <laughs> oh, is that why she wasn't? Yeah, there? she was on tour. I think with Trixie. Oh, yeah. So I was oh, like, well, all right, all right, Mary. Yeah, get you know, <laughs> get that gig. I ain't mad. Um, it was, you know, obviously it was, you know, it was kind of nice to see Akasha again. I don't know why I was oh so happy, God. but I was like, hey, Akasha. I love her. Um, and then, man, Rebecca Glasscock, who expected to see her again? Where did she come Looking from? Looking like a microwaved Barbie. Oh, ouch. I, I, mean, I mean, and that caused some controversy, you know. Oh? Because her and Jade Sotomayor apparently got into it at the finale. Oh, because grab my tits, grab my snatch. Yeah. From like 10 but years ago. <laughs> So there are rumors that Rebecca Glasscock oh. is trying to like make a like a, a reemergence mm-hmm. because she doesn't really no. you know she's like in Florida doing her thing. I mean, I'd support it. I would support yeah. it. Like, why not? But Girl, do your they, thing. I think they have bad feelings, and I think Rebecca tried to contact her about something, and it just turned into this thing. And she's like, "Oh, so now you come to the reunion, you don't talk to me, and now you want to be friends." It was like all on social media, and then oh, disappeared. Fuck. Oh fuck! Um, and, and it was she, this whole thing. She of, did look like a melted Barbie. She did like thirty <laughs> seconds in the microwave. Yeah. Um, I, there, there she just kind of looked the same to me. She didn't look oh. any glowed up, you she know. Painted no. on a train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The express train, subway train, rumbling. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was sort of surprised. Well, not surprised. I was, <laughs> I was surprised to see that they needed that that cream cheese filter from season one <laughs> when we saw them in the season ten lighting. Well, right. That like, was ah, why do they look this bad? <laughs> like, <laughs> the season one girls with Except for Nina. Except for oh, Nina. Well, oh, Nina. Nina. Yeah. And Angina, I thought, and looked Angina. great. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, like, of of those girls, they've never stopped working. Right. Like, yeah. You know, they are, yeah. they are terribly current. I mean, BB, but... Mm. Oh, BB. Yeah, right? BB, though. Right? Like... You like you couldn't gotten a like a wig that that hadn't just been washed. Yeah, like, you guys see these nuances. I'm Girl, just like, oh, there's baby. No, that <laughs> was some that was some crin- like crunchity haystack hair. Oh, it was, and it was made worse by the fact that the crown was on top of oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah. Were like focusing on it. Yeah, and the abuse. The abuse of the banana and topaz powder <laughs> oh. between her Akasha. and Akasha. Uh-huh. Akasha used a whole. Like container of topaz yeah. powder. Oh, it was no. criminal. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> was a criminal. Ford is topaz. Hizzy for shizboy. <laughs> <laughs> a cropaz. A Ford topaz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else was there? Uh, it was um. Well, uh, Jade was there. Obviously, Jade yes. was there. Um, we saw a uh, pork chop. Pork chop was there. Mm-hmm. She I just liked. won that like Miss Drag Con. Yeah, uh, oh. the first like the. Like the, yeah, the first eliminated pageant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Chanel was there. Chanel was there. Yeah. It looked stunning too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was uh, that was a luck. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's you know, she doesn't know subtle. No, she definitely like puts a capital B in subtle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was, I mean, Angina looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I thought it was great that they came out and yeah. that we 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 went back there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, okay, this. I forgot the minute that happened. I was like, oh yeah, this is like a ten year high school reunion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go. Okay, they're gonna start us off. This yeah. is. I kind of like that. Yeah. It would have been nice if it really was kind of like a ten year celebration and like many queens were there and we got to hear from a lot of them mm-hmm. or some even more clips than just the Sally Jeff- Jesse Raphael yeah uh, mixtape. But mm-hmm. I. Uh, 
I, I I did like that there was they were in gold and it it was it was a send up. Yeah. It always feels good to have season one get some love, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's it, like that reminder, like oh yeah, you guys did this when no one knew it was going to happen. Nothing. Yeah, and that right. was very important that they did put that put it in that context because I got kind of like a little choked up about it because when they showed them on the line, I'm like, yeah, they like they started this. Yeah, like, you yeah. know all the credit. Yeah. Like RuPaul gets all the credit and all blah, 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 you mm-hmm. know, but if they had not if the girls had not presented something that people wanted to watch and then really like struck a chord with the community, then I don't think that it would have shot off the way it did. Yeah. You know, like they really broke ground yeah. in terms of this industry. Yeah. And in terms of like, you know, we talk about producer hands and whatnot, but if you want a season that feels largely unproduced, except for maybe, you know, the, the Rebecca Glasscock, it seemed like Rue was keeping her for the drama. Sure. But in terms of like, Angina's HIV status reveal in terms of just like Chanel just like kind of having this like slow meltdown because they were negging her the whole time and giving her no positive feedback. I mean, there were like different things that happened where it was just like, oh, this is not put on. Tammy's Mm -hmm. not putting any of this on. Tammy is like authentic there present mm-hmm. no yeah. matter what and e- all the way to the reunion yeah. yeah yeah and so it is kind of a nice refresher when things feel a bit forced you know in later seasons mm-hmm. sure sure i think it's great that we're looking back at the season one girls but i'm curious as to whether because it seems like they're doing it because the show has reached a place where it feels like the whole world is watching it basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel I'm, I'm curious to see if they're going to do the same thing with the season two girls and then with the season three girls going, going forward. Oh, interesting. Because those girls deserve the same, you know, the same way that these season one girls are getting a little bit more of a spotlight by being invited to this reunion. Um, I, th- I feel the same way about the rest of the seasons that have sort of gotten forgotten mm-hmm. as the fan base has grown over the years. I yeah. hear that. I think the difference with season one is that it's it just became available on iTunes. Yeah. And season two had it was out there. It was oh, yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but no, for sure. The people mm-hmm. aren't going back that far. Yeah. Well, I think seasons two and three, because people often talk about season four being a real turning point. And then there's the four mm-hmm. through six quarter, which is kind of a real highlight. Yeah. Seven. And we all know what happens after that. And so <laughs> yeah, well. uh, we'll get there. But <laughs> yep. um, I think to your, I mean, seasons two and three, season three is to me the hardest season of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Like the hardest challenges, mm-hmm. the most oh, design so challenges. challenges. Yeah. That yeah. was a tough season. Well, there was Raja's season. Yeah. but And the queens who got the top three, like, Sweat it out to get there, right? And then yeah. season two, we recapped season two, uh, like I don't know, earlier in the year, earlier maybe late last, last year. year. Yeah. And going back to it, that season is solid. So yeah. it's a shame mm-hmm. for people to forget season. it. Juju B's on that season. Yeah, Raven's yeah. on that I mean, season. Tyra Sanchez killed those challenges. Yeah. Well, she killed the runways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but there's some mm-hmm. solid gameplay, some great interactions, great conversations, oh and Untucked. God. Untucked was fabulous. Yeah. We yeah. always quote season two when we're talking about Juju B, or we're quoting Juju B when we say she's a child. That's how she talked mm-hmm. about Tyra Sanchez at one point. She's a child. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say, "Girl, just say talk." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my that yeah. and you know, barbecue is canceled. Yeah. yeah. Two favorite. Miss yeah. Honey. Uh. I mean, nobody's really, you know, slayed the um, the reading challenge like Juju. Agreed. Sure. I think sure. like, she's, yeah. And no know, one ever will. She's the yeah. mistress of shade. <laughs> yeah. That was the first Snatch like, Game. I mean, that was uh-huh. a big season. Yeah. I know. When you think about, like, I love thinking about those, like, the gold standards, like, the things that, like, still no one's beat. Mm-hmm. No one has beat that Snatch, uh, that, that reading challenge. No one has beat a lip sync like Dita Ritz this will be. Oh, right. my God. Like, no one. Right. I still don't mm. think anyone has done anything quite as amazing. No. And 
No reveals. No splits. Yeah, they no didn't gags. have that. Yeah. She, I mean, I, 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 I will say that Sasha Velour last year probably mm-hmm. is up there with Dita Ritz mm-hmm. because more people saw it. There was more pressure. And it was, I mean, I, I didn't know that was coming at all. Totally. I mean, I think, and I agree, that was amazing. I think mm-hmm. it was just a matter that, like, Dita didn't have a surprise. All right. she had was, hey, I'm going to amp it up to 13 yes. now. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I'd love to see older seasons get more love. Sure. Yeah, always. Um, so, tens across the board. We see the judges. They're sitting there. Uh, Being you know. judges. Yeah. yeah, judging. We don't really talk um, to them. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised we didn't get more time with them. Mm-hmm. I guess it's okay. It's I, not about them. Yeah, yeah. I don't I think there's anything bothered. to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're bothered. Yeah. Anyway, um, Oprah Winfrey gives uh, a RuPaul endorsement, telling uh, RuPaul and our audience uh, that she's happy that RuPaul has created a, a place for us to find our authentic selves. Uh, she gives this message of global inclusion. Um, uh, and you and your show have made that happen bigger than anyone else could have, essentially. Um, we're all just humans in drag. And I'm like, okay, you got, you got Oprah. Well, you think about season one, they had an Oprah challenge. <coughs> and the girls at first yeah. thought, oh my God, is Oprah going to be here? And it was like, oh no. <laughs> These are two different islands on two different planets. Oh They're not God. crossing. And some of them oh thought that God. they had to look like Oprah. Jade started Ooh. doing... Jade started having like blackface. Yeah, it was like, oh no, not not that. Please stop. Yeah, please stop now. Yeah. Um, so to, to go from that point, and of course, like seeing this, I just kept thinking, well, I know RuPaul did that like Super Soul Sunday chat on, yeah. oh, with RuPaul yeah. or with Oprah. Um, so I kind of thought, okay, that's where this connection is. No idea where Judy Dench came from later, but right. that's why yeah. I think Oprah got. Who was that next to Judy Dench? I don't know. Was it her daughter? She was Denchy yeah. in a way. It was like the Katy Perry of this season. It yeah. Was like, why are you here? Right, right. And yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, the <laughs> Katy Perry message. Um, you know, what I got to say about Oprah, she reminded me, like, oh, right. This is RuPaul's brand, this idea of positivity, mm-hmm. finding your authentic self, right? And and celebrating this fact that we all kind of put it on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so I kept watching after, especially after that reunion, when I was kind of like, why did you do that, RuPaul? Like, what's going on? What am I mm-hmm. not seeing? What am I missing? Why are you having this paradigm and I'm having this? And then I got back to this finale and I, or this grand finale and I'm like, okay. All right, let me be in the show in this space. Mm-hmm. Let me go back here. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like let me kind of forget? Let me let me remember how I used to watch it. How do you? What do you go back to? Yeah, there's that. There's the idea of like because uh, I was. It was hard for me to hear what RuPaul was yelling on the reunion mm-hmm. um, because I was like going to that like I'm being yelled at space mm-hmm. as well and I feel like I for the past week have been reading emails and and interacting with fans and going back and forth about like what the reunion was with Asia O'Hara and RuPaul and the Vixen and I you know I, I, I was kind of like oh what this finale like what that doesn't feel right now you know mm-hmm. and then this starting here at Oprah it was it started with the season one queens and then now with oprah i'm like okay that's right this is a journey this is actually so big and rupaul has created it which you know 
is one thing, mm -hmm. but what she is promoting isn't the self-help stuff. That's stuff that like, I think is like newer in her kind of approach to things. Well, at least, at least on the show. Yes. Yeah. And what, <laughs> but what's always been there is this idea is that we, we find our authentic selves through putting things on, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that I loved. Yeah. Um. I mean, it it doesn't surprise me that Oprah would have a, a similar message because Oprah and RuPaul are just pulling from the same resources. They're just both reading A Course in Miracles and A Return to Love and, and The Power of Now and Eckhart Tolle and all that. Like, it's it's interesting to hear Oprah because people keep saying, like, comparing the two, and it's very accurate because they're both basically teaching from the same source material. It's not theirs, mm -hmm. and they don't claim mm -hmm. it to be theirs. Right. Um, and so in some ways... It is a natural fit. In some ways, people are like, oh, my God, Oprah's on Drag Race? It's like, of course she is. No one is doing something as similar to Oprah except as RuPaul is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no one's promoting the same ideas. Helping to bring people yeah. up. Yeah. 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 I don't love the idea of lumping, of, of saying that RuPaul and Oprah are coming from the same place because I would like to believe that Oprah is a little bit more empathetic than RuPaul is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm curious to find out whether it helped um, with the viewing of the finale for both of you, knowing that the reunion was filmed the next day. So we're sort of watching, chronologically, we're watching this out of order. Yes. It was, <clears throat> it was like that movie Memento. It's like yeah. you were seeing the result before you saw the action. You were seeing things that had happened before you saw what caused them. Right. And vice versa. And I had that feeling watching Asia in, you know, knowing how yeah. things went down in the reunion, I was like, oh, this is the first part of that conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. yes. This is what happened before that. Right. Um, you know, in the same way with Aquaria being kind of so so quiet, quiet. during it. It was like, well, yeah, I think it's kind of like how Sasha was really quiet during mm -hmm. the reunion. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it totally influenced that. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, it's funny you mention that because even listening to What's the Tea this week, I kind of stopped and started and then gave up because I just was feeling the same way I felt after the whole, like, Guardian interview thing where I was just like... RuPaul, I just, I love you, but I don't like you right now. Yeah. You know? And that's kind Mad of... Mad at mom, I'm going to my room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I just kind of, I had that feeling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is, so I think it's great that they were able to get Oprah to send in this message. I just feel like, you know, with RuPaul, whenever RuPaul gives an interview, she says drag will never be mainstream. And this feels very mainstream. This feels like seeing a Citibank float in a pride parade. Oh, That's wow. what this feels like for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. And I also sort of, and I may be overanalyzing, but I watched the episode again today. And the look in Oprah's eyes is one of, I know nothing about this. I'm reading from cue cards oh, really? mm -hmm. and I want to make the most inclusive statement possible. Oh. And I, that doesn't take away from the fact that they were able to get Oprah. I think that's incredible. I think that this show does deserve to continue rising in the ranks, especially on a on a network like VH1 where you have the love and hip hop franchise, which I think is the closest thing we have to RuPaul's drag race on VH1 and they keep expanding and moving to different cities and they are still getting these amazing ratings just based on um, casting on the way they cast the show. Okay. So um, I love that Oprah was part of this, but I question it because I feel like we are, taking drag out of a queer space and force feeding it to straight people in a way that 
that doesn't need to almost like that doesn't need to happen. No. It should just be authentic the way that mm-hmm. RuPaul wants these girls to mm-hmm. be authentic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's another mainstream endorsement. Of course. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. And it's, um, it's Oprah and, and, you know, I just don't, I have, I have issues with Oprah. I just, well. I, oh, you I, I do. D- oh, I don't buy into the church of Oprah. I don't buy into oh, the church okay. of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just like, there's nothing wrong with positivity, but when it's this very like, oh, I am, uh, I just don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I like there it's, it, it can't, it's not easy. It's not that easy. Courtney act was just you interviewed know? on whimsically volatile and was talking about how she rejects the idea of positive thinking mm-hmm. that she doesn't believe that it's realistic, mm-hmm. that you have to be realistic and you can't just be like, you can do anything because mm-hmm. that's not always true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not fair to just, you could do anything mm-hmm. when you can't. Yeah. yeah. You have to be real and start from that place. And that's fine mm-hmm. to just yeah. be there. Absolutely. I think that the, that, that it's very slogany sometimes. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Of um, it is, yeah. And, and it's easier to do that right mm-hmm. on a mass uh, scale, but I do think the intentions are right, and I think that that's kind of what reverberates for me is mm-hmm. the intentions and the business, the economy, as we stated before, and uh, honestly, the lives that have been changed. Not just the drag queens. I'm talking about the lives oh, yeah, of people that board. are finding mm-hmm. this in their bedrooms yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah, you right. try to find the value because I I totally get it. There was a part of both what you're saying about Oprah. I had the same feeling as well, where it was like, okay, I know that this is scripted. Of course, mm-hmm. it is. it's Oprah. Of course, it is. it's filmed in a certain way with a certain lighting and she's mm-hmm. done up a certain way. All this is intentional because she's Oprah and right. she has to. I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, yeah, it was a little she it, she's not I don't think of her as kind of having that kind of expertise of like knowing what she's talking about. And I thought, OK, all right. So the, the authentic part wasn't really like wasn't really feeling that. But it was like. If there's the silver lining, it's like there are some people who need to hear this right now. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's one more person, you know, promoting kindness or promoting authenticity or promoting like inclusion in a world of, you know, negative voices, I'll take the fact that it's a little too sweet. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll take the the thorns with the rose. You know what I mean? I, I, I want that. Mm-hmm. I do crave that um, yeah. often, mm-hmm. uh, even when I'm like. Oh, I I see through this. There are other people that don't and are yeah. like, "This yeah. is helping me. This yeah. is fabulous." Yeah. Especially when th- on the next channel, there's news of of some clown in the White House being uh, being mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just kind of yeah. like, "Okay, mm-hmm. let's keep this on TV." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's the right. video of Donald Trump singing a song at some convention comparing immigrants to snakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I guess yeah, right. It's like we've got our own snakes here, Mary. Like yeah. you missed it. it's all stars too. The snake thing's done. Yeah, yeah right. Um, right. Like we're right. late. Yeah, right. like get together with it. <laughs> you know, just to, to tie this back in, James Mansfield had a. Uh, he was adorable, by the way. She oh was so oh, yeah. cute. I love James. Um, when she asked the question to Aquaria, like, "How are you gonna, you know, ensure change with your crown?" Mm-hmm. and uh, she, uh, Aquarius says, you know, I'm going to create opportunities for people to feel included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that includes straight people. I think straight mm-hmm. people can be included yep. in the drag race world, in mm-hmm. gay bars. <clears throat> it's just, there has to be an understanding of, hey, it's harder right now for me, which is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be here, let's do that together. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, I think that's like, uh, yeah, there's kind of that expectation that if you're going to be here, that I'm going to expect that you know how to 
you know how to dress for this occasion. Right. If yeah. I'm going into right. the women's restroom, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to like create a mess. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like gook and gawk at the tampons. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Ew, what are those for? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Are those nose plugs? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a pinch. <laughs> you know, yes. I learned that on She's the Man, actually. Oh. Yeah, with Amanda Bynes. Um, I like that, um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like there's obviously some scripted elements to the reunion. And RuPaul had that any hole is a gold line planned whether <laughs> no matter where this conversation went <laughs> which right, is what she's right. accused Miss Cracker of but last week I was I'm just being consistent I've been reading RuPaul for her ironic coincidences um, but I I just appreciate it let's write a book together right let's just <laughs> I mean I, I think you know, the three of us can write the book and Johnny can edit it right yes. for all the nasty shit yeah, that like won't like, fly I think it's it's just you know there right. is, you need to reach a middle ground we're yeah. like no no nasty bitch <laughs> yeah. nasty woman um, nasty bitch yeah um Yes, I don't even know what I was saying, but I... Oh, uh, just that she, the whole with the Oh, goal. yeah, that I love that Aquaria, to me, this almost felt like like a metaphor that Aquaria got to the joke before RuPaul mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. You know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, I'll use it. Right, um, for sure. Um, we should talk about Asia, because she was interviewed yes. next. Yes. Um, I did love this moment, and you brought this up before, how she, RuPaul's like, so, you know... Uh, how are you going to tear these bitches down? Mm-hmm. And Asia's like, actually, I'm not looking at this as an opportunity to tear bitches down. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as an opportunity to do the best version of what you want us to do. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, and then even RuPaul's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Exactly. I, it's so weird it seeing was odd. this after mm-hmm. the re- it, they, they need to switch. Like, because it's, yeah. it's so yeah. weird. And I don't know how many people know that the reunion is filmed the day after. And, but it's do. like, what she was saying, I'm like, oh my god, like she's a sw- like, like you know, she's Miss Cleo. Yeah. Like she, kn- it, it, it's like she, she can just like this is not going in her way. My butterflies are gonna die, <laughs> and then this fight's gonna happen tomorrow. So I've got to say this now. It's just there were so many layers to this finale that, like, in light of the 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 you know the brouhaha that was the reunion, it's like. Oh my God! If only they knew in this moment what was going to happen tomorrow. None of them would have shown up the next day. Oh yeah, like, right. Right. All around. Asia right. should have taken the slap. She should have yeah. taken, right. the slap. taken her opportunity. When well, she you know had what? It. I told yeah. Colin she got the slap the next day. She did. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. When yeah. she said, "This is just ridiculous." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I like that Asia seeing Asia do this and knowing that the reunion was filmed after. Um, it just shows how consistent she is mm-hmm. of her brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. That shows yeah, just absolutely. like professionalism. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I love to say, oh, well, Asia, um, who's here with you tonight? And she said, oh, well, there's my drag daughter, Kylie, and my boyfriend, Brett. And they cut to this like, you know, uh, bearded guy and then this beautiful boy next to him. And I was just like, okay, well, I can assume which is which, but wouldn't it be amazing if like, so Brett, how long have you been together? And then like Kyle, the one who's the one who's not her boyfriend, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, about a year. <laughs> so yeah. like the burly bearded guy is her <laughs> yeah. drag daughter. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Right? I was like, <laughs> oh, that's, that'd be uh, what I want. But um, oh. did you feel like he was caught real off guard? I oh. think he was planning to maybe oh have God, a talk with her. By the fact, well, not only the, by the fact that he was being spoken to, but also by the fact that she talked about them getting married. Oh, like, his face when she said yeah. that. I was like, oh. I also, don't, I was like, yeah. he's just so like in charge. She's like, oh, we're getting married. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yes. I'm like, 
And the guy was like, I was going to break up with you after this was over. Aww. I just wanted to be in the audience. <laughs> Listen, it's happened to other girls. Yeah, absolutely. It has absolutely happened to other girls. Yeah. So, Is wow. Trinity Taylor still with her boyfriend? Yeah. I don't know. Because they were that was a that was a finale. You know, I always get nervous when they show the finale relationship the finales. I'm sure. like, Ooh. Well, like Johnny Valor is still around. Of right? course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were around before, like they had been together right. a while. Mm-hmm. Right. But like Fifi met her boyfriend after like while the show was airing. Oh. And they're married now. Oh. Wow. So huh. yeah, I think. Jeremy. I think are they? I, I know, know they were engaged. They're That's definitely true. engaged. Yeah. Mm. Let's go with engaged. We'll go with engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Split it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's just worth mentioning another great moment of Asia's is after she gets asked the que- question, like, what would you say to your parents? Mm-hmm. She she just has that like, oh, I yeah, know. yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, OK, Asia, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She talked about her mom being a symbol of excellence to help people down like down their roads, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting way yeah. to say that. And yeah. again, another foreshadow. I was like, no, yeah, no, no. That's just what that's that's what I was raised to do. To you to help too. people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then her father. Uh, this was like everybody was gagging over this. Uh, but it w- it was through dressing like a woman I learned how to be a man. Oh, but that was, was she implying that her father had some connection to that? No, no. She was just saying he, she learned through him what it was, you know, what a man should be. And then through drag, she was able to access that type of man. Mm-hmm. Okay, because what ah. I heard was like. Um, thank you to my father for showing me like the the type of man that I could be because of dressing in, as a woman. I became a man, and I was like, "Well, that seems like your your dad helped you with drag or <laughs> did drag." And what do I know, right? That's that would be cool. But... Your father's Bob the drag queen, so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, no. yeah. What do I know? Um, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mongolia O'Hara. What do I know? Um, but yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, so anyway, th- I'm I'm sure she just I'm just misheard. Um, oh, also, like I just want Monique, Miss Vanjie, and the Vixen in the audience for everything, reacting mm-hmm. to everything, yes. always. Yes. Um, anytime they cut, yep. especially like, Vanjie and and Monique would just like immediately had a reaction for you. Uh, I, yep. All face, love these queens. Amazing. Um, Eureka. Uh, yeah. Um, you know I. I did think, oh, maybe a lot of people will pitch in for Eureka's family's debts the way they did for Kennedy's house Oh, with a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just tried to find like a silver lining on the fact that she wasn't going to win. Oh. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. when someone says, oh, well, I'm going to use this money to give my family a fresh start. And here's my mother with her little, you know, voice thing. It's like, oh, oh this is really hard You're, mm-hmm. when, when you don't win. You know what I mean? Where, where Aquarius yeah. is like, well, here's my perfectly healthy parents and everything's fine and I'm going to win. Yeah, and so. she got so much heat today on social media. It was really bad. It was. Who? Yeah. Uh, Eureka? Oh, Eureka. No, Eureka's been posting today. People have come for her. And I I, I mean, I can. she hasn't been very specific, but the only thing that I can think of is that it was very much like um, Valentina exiting Drag Race and then Alexis Michelle, for some god-awful reason, getting all of the hate. Oh, yeah. And I think it's that Eureka made it to the top three and Asia didn't. And so people have just been like, like blasting her and she issued the statement where she's like it hasn't even been 24 hours yet. i wanted to win i didn't win but i think i did good yeah you know like yeah. I, I worked as hard and maybe you know again like i'm not perfect and i i'm i can be aggressive and abrasive but i'm just as good as everybody else and like again it's it's like nobody nobody should be put through that regardless because like you're not there when it happens you mm-hmm. know and 
she they chose her to be like that she she didn't do that like she's yeah. not you know she didn't push asia off the stage for example right. and, like she wasn't know, even on stage when asia lost yeah like she yeah. didn't bring the butterflies yeah, so, like, yeah. Just, you know it, it's um it's you know just be nice like right you know? uh, people have trouble i mean she even said though which i thought was beautiful she's like you know, one thing I've learned is that you care for the people that you love the most mm-hmm. and don't care what others tell you to be mm-hmm. and just treat others, you know, like family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then to have all of this stuff come at her, mm-hmm. you know, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like she may not have been the one I wanted to win and I may not have really connected with her this season or felt that she I was producing. I would have celebrated if she won. But I mean, it, well, I mean, like, regardless of all that, it's just like you, you go to that place of like, I don't care if she's the most busted ass drag queen on tv like this act of 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 sending like a wave of hate at someone like i know this is a a well-trod topic and something we're very used to at this point but like it it bears getting meta for a moment and saying this is something that we're that's happening as as common as brushing your teeth right and a lot Mm -hmm. of these people probably don't brush their teeth (laughs) um you know what i mean so it's like there's just that feeling of like Let's just step back and remind ourselves this is fucking crazy. Mm, like, yeah. this is like not the way we should be operating as human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. This can't Absolutely. be normalized. We're in a time where shit's getting normalized all the time. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like a reminder that, like, this shouldn't be an accepted part of things. Yeah. You is know? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it necessary? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But too many people are too fucking stupid to even know how to ask those questions. Yeah. Like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have, I've said this before and I won't say it again, but I don't have compassion for those people, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I think they, they deserve other things. Well, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I try to have compassion for everybody. I, I do feel like if somebody's coming at me with hate, I mean, like, I, I have to find a way, and it's hard. It's it's a practice. You have to find a way to remember that that's theirs, and then it's not mm-hmm. yours. So I cl- I close the door and I lock it because I don't want it in my fucking. And house. I get that. That's I how I that. see it. I get you know? that. But I don't I don't want anything on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna sense. go out there and say, oh, I need to make room for you. I mean, I God love Asia O'Hara, but like. There are certain people I'm not going to like help see through their journey. Mm-hmm. Right. I just it's think, very RuPaul yeah. and Vixen, and RuPaul's like, look, you can't help her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't agree with RuPaul during the reunion, but I think that like I didn't agree in terms of the Vixen. Right. I agree about a whole bunch of other people. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. All right. Um, so Cameron. Cameron, Cameron comes out. Uh, I think this was shade towards Monique. Know your words. Know your words. When she's like, how did you get through all those lip syncs? And she's like, know your words. And I'm like, ouch. She, um, I don't think she was talking to Monique, but uh, I think she was talking to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Specifically maybe Eureka because, yeah. Um, But um, (laughs) we'll get to that. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a really hard time when girls don't know their words because I always do know the words Mm -hmm. and I get very upset. Sure. I'm like watching you, you know, reenact this Kung Fu movie live. And uh, why are you looking at me when you say that? I am looking at you. (laughs) Um, No, I didn't think it was shade at Monique, um, but it is something that needs to be repeated. As Mm. odd as it sounds, there are drag queens who don't bother. Like they don't even bother. Wow. Yeah. 
but and I'm not talking yeah. Valentina style where like yeah. no there are girls who are like this is the new number one hit song I'm performing it tonight but I know none of the words mm-hmm. and I magically now don't have internet so I can't look them up Ugh. like stop it right ah. right she made a great point I don't know if it was I don't mm-hmm. think it was shade at it was okay I think it's all. just good ad- good advice yes yeah I uh, also think it's like it's the one thing that she can be proud of is it well no, it's not the one wow. thing that she can be proud of as a drag queen. It's one of the things because she prides herself on her lip syncing and her performance, and you really can't come for that. I mean, yeah. she does know her words, and I think it's like, you know, you 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 pull out like what it is that you're most proud of. And right. I think mm-hmm. it is she is most proud of knowing her words and turning a performance. Yeah. You yeah. know, and so I think that that is. Uh, you know, I mean, again, it's like you're up there and asking you a question, and it's like, what can I say that's mm-hmm. the most impactful thing right now? Yeah, so. sure. She does her job. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't get laid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was like, nice pageant answer. Nice yeah, way of swinging that. such a boring answer. Yeah, right? Like, come on. I know. It was like, come on. I would have been like, I get laid while I'm getting in drag because I'm efficient. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. That's how good I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, the gross. last thing I do is talk. Yeah. yeah. You're only dealing wow. with up here. Down there, you can just go for it. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> and I love BB be like, Cameron, tell us, bitch. Tell, tell us. She's adjusting the mic yeah. stand that she's doing. It's so nuanced. Come on. Tell us, bitch. Tell us. Tell us. I did love Vicky Michaels and Grandma Michaels. Grandma Michaels. Grandma, Grandma Michaels made me tear up. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Grandma Michaels, like yeah. that, I was like, I like seeing this. They didn't really go into it, but um, someone who, one of our listeners who went to the finale gave, sent us like a dissertation mm-hmm. about the experience. Um, and one of the things he said was that um, Cameron is not out to his grandmother and his grandmother is not part of basically his world right now. Oh, wow. And so wow. her having seen this and basically having to like, see things that he hasn't had a chance to have a conversation mm-hmm. about with right. her yet. Mm-hmm. It just like, it made it, it magnified it even further. And I'm a little surprised that they didn't focus more on that because mm-hmm. it just, I feel like drag race loves like the emotional, tor- like the, the emotional torture mm-hmm. of all of this yeah. stuff. So like they, if only could get yeah. Kim Chi's mom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 That'd be amazing. Well, I always think about it. My fa- I think my favorite parents message especially at a reunion is uh darian lake's parents oh. <clears throat> it's amazing it's like because you know she talks about her her parents not really you know kind of kicking her out of the house mm-hmm. and you're not going to be in my house like this and especially like her father so the video message starts with just her mother and then it's like oh and here's dad and there he is wearing the like elephant yes. queen earrings uh. And it's like, hey, how do I look? Uh, and it's like the sweetest moment. So and sweet. Darian is gooped. She's just like, oh, you got me, bitch. And it's <laughs> so good. It's yeah. so worth seeing. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, listen, Marys, we're going to take a little break. And then we'll be right back to talk about these lip syncs. <laughs> and we are back. We took a little break from the Kiki. And we are uh, going to jump right back in uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the spinning of the wheel, yeah. Branch. The um, the top four are shoplifting for their lives because, like, well, I don't know what they're trying to hide. <laughs> oh my in these god! Outfits. Oh my god! Aquaria looked like crab rangoon. Yes, <laughs> yes. I just wanted to dip her in that little red sauce. I was gonna say a very excited uh, um quesadilla. Yes, yes. So like, yeah. like a yeah one that's really perked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was she was definitely um yeah. Um, and Asia had like these. I mean, it was just like it was like pinata. Type of like, yeah. are you gonna hit those? <laughs> right, right. What? Pinata t- Yeah, that's a look. I mean, <laughs> I, I just wish. I mean, it, it kills me if we talk about this lip sync, but like, I, 
I wish that she just did like confetti boobs with confetti guns. Sure. You know, like something like that where maybe even if those boobies blew off and then the confetti came out of, out of that. Sure. That would have been so cool. Or just did nothing and just like you slayed the lip sync. It's nasty by Janet Jackson. Right. Like rockets. Imagine if they've been fireworks. Oh my God. Ugh. And they just like jetted off of her chest. Oh Ugh. my God. Like, yeah, like, like sparklers. And then, and then, yeah. Oof. I'm th- I'm feeling very um, the end of Hairspray the movie not the musical oh, yeah um, when they throw the bomb and the bomb is literally in the wig yeah oh yeah I mean <laughs> it's a way to go um, I to loved go. Asia's whole thing before it got taken apart I was like I don't even care about what's inside the canisters mm-hmm. or any of it yeah. just you look so whimsical and fun right now let's keep it this way yeah dress she's gonna be a very like Miss Vanjie silhouette yes yeah. yeah I saw mm-hmm. that I mean but the, you know the, the like finger waves that that's a trend right now yeah mm-hmm. in, in the drag finger hair. finger waves yeah those, oh those like, things yeah okay. that thing and and it's like um she's just she looks so beautiful yeah yes. oh mm-hmm. my god yes yeah um, and then Eureka also, she, I mean, she was shroud. Oh my God! And yeah. even the and purple. Cam- yes, the purple. Mm-hmm. She looked like that. The McDonald's. Oh, the, the grimace. 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 Yes. Thank you. Yes. Grimace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or it was purple mink, Dolores. Yeah. Purple <laughs> mink. Um, no, and then Cameron looked like he she was going to go into a boxing ring. Yeah. 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 So what I was like, that? okay, all of them have a reveal. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> well, and it's kind of like if. You, and it was so obvious that it was almost like an SNL skit. Yes. Like it was so yeah. obvious they reveals. It was like, this is ridiculous. Like, right. Like, oh no, this is normal. You, you right. Crab Rangoon, Grimace, and the hamburger. Yeah, you're right. Totally. <laughs> like all she needed was a hat. Yeah. Yes. And a French fry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, someone posted on Reddit. They had like a picture of the four of them standing there. And it was like, this is me and my friends when they're trying to smuggle snacks into the movie theater. <laughs> I was like, yep. That's exactly what Wait, this is. Have you seen Genius. the meme of. I think it's supposed to be the Powerpuff Girls are all lined up, <gasps> and there's no. this big purple one with one tooth, and it's hunched over, and it's supposed to be Eureka being like, "Hey, we're the top four, right?" <laughs> and I'm like, and the thing was, Eureka reposted it like with all these like, you know, like ha. She like, made it her um her Instagram photo, like her whatever oh, that's called. Yeah. Oh yeah, the uh-huh. story or whatever. She can take a joke. No, I her main that. like her actual. Like her when profile. you go to her Instagram, oh, it's her profile oh, photo. Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of trying to look for it right now, but I won't be able to find it. Um, oh, the top four look. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to see. Oh. Um, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, they're, they're all going to do a rev- they're all going to do a reveal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I uh, it's maybe we want to have this discussion now, but I think we kind of touched on it before. It's like mm-hmm. Dita Ritz didn't have one reveal. Mm-hmm. Sasha no. Valor certainly changed the game, and I think that's what is this? Is this? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cute? Oh, we'll God, post yeah. it, Mary. It's very, it's very, very it's cute. Um, but it's it's interesting because it's like wouldn't the wouldn't the gag be that there is no reveal, right? And that yeah. you actually do something that's more innovative, right? Or right. like mm-hmm. or really, really creative and mm-hmm. really outside the box and try to push the needle a different way, um, right? And it just it sucks that there was this expectation created about the finale. I wonder if producers told them like. Come prepared. Absolutely. This is the finale. Last year we got the the rose petals. I mean, there's there's. I mean, no- I love Peppermint's reveal because she literally mm-hmm. just like spun and then mm-hmm. ripped off the way. I was I didn't even see it coming. Yeah, I mean, the, the expectation has been set, but now it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like when a movie 
like is just mm-hmm. I can't think of it, but just like let's say the hangover, right? Like it was this huge success. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Oh, we gotta capitalize on this. So then they made a franchise out of it. And I'm not into these movies, but like I feel like from there they just diminished from like this flash in the pan to let's try to recreate the magic. Oh, right. Sure. And it's like the moment you try to recreate the magic, you failed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're trying to do here. But to your point, I mean like if if Dieter Ritz was lip syncing to This Will Be for the crown, she would win. Yes. And mm-hmm. she didn't do a split. She didn't take off a wig. She didn't reveal anything. Mm-hmm. She didn't even, I mean, even the moves that she did, it wasn't like, it was just there was like. no death jobs. No. There was no splits. It was mm-hmm. just the pure energy and joy and dedication and connection and like the pure drag of it. Yeah. That was unadulterated, face. and it yeah. was the face, and yep. none of the other shit was in the way, right. you know. And that's, I think, why, like, I'll always go back to that as the gold standard because, like, sure. mm-hmm. she didn't have anything to rely well, on. And Sasha, yeah. Sasha had those reveals, but she also had it in her face. Right. I mean, oh, Sasha yeah. performs the shit out mm-hmm. of songs when she yeah. lip syncs. Well, oh yeah. She mm-hmm. explained. I, I think it was the first time she'd explained why the rose petals on a YouTube clip again, like. Uh, I think it, it was one of the it? countdown to the crown yeah, things. The crown, she's like, well, I, you know, they got emotions and they got, um, they got crazy. so emotional oh, and oh, crazy. By mm-hmm. Britney Spears. By right, Britney right. Spears. And she it was going to use the scissors. Was it crazy? I think it was crazy. No, it was stronger. Oh, stronger. Stronger. Yes. stronger. And she had the, the scissors strapped to her thigh. Right. And I was like, I know that that would just have gone down. Like that just would not have been good yeah, yeah. Like, for her image. But I really mm-hmm. wanted to see that after sure. I found out about it. But she was talking about how when they got the songs, she was like, well, emotions, or so, so emotional, so rose petals. Like, what's more emotional than that? And it's like, well, my emotions are going to be everywhere. So, like, they're under my wig. And then even more, they're in my in my gloves. And so it's just like, here are all my emotions. And I was like, oh. Wow. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just a stunt. Right. There was a right. lot more. Right, there was thought. thought. There was thought behind of it, course. Yeah. It. yeah. Um, and she was doing it in what she calls her ugly dress. You know, so it's <laughs> like, and she specifically asked... Uh, Brooklyn designer Florence Delete to make her like the ugliest dress possible. Oh wow! And wow! So that oh, that's is, right. Yeah, and so it's just very interesting, you know. But I love it. I, it's all Roxy Andrews' fault. Oh, a that's tearaway, true. Under a tearaway, oh under my a god, tearaway. that's but true. These quick changes are, I think, a drag staple in many ways. You know, it's a big Broadway thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a queen, Holly Box Springs who like will have four garments on and they just like, oh you wow, know, and, and they mm-hmm. keep on changing. Um, but I I kind of love that you could tell they all had a reveal because it was just so ridiculous. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. You know, like, well, there's that there's that aspect yeah. too. They also look like Jiffy Pop. I, like, right, right. <laughs> I mean, Aquarius in particular. It was like, well, <laughs> you're basically trolling us. Uh-huh. Like that's Aquaria what was very. Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> it was very that. Put like, the butter on she it. Was yeah. Definitely, yeah, she was dancing I, for a seven I up. Yeah. It. yeah, I mean, I mean, I. It's not that I don't appreciate the reveals. Mm-hmm. It's just I think now you're you're kind of giving me some language because if you think about asia it's like asia why would you do butterflies to nasty well that's the other thing they get these songs and it's like it's one of the things i was like well that's unfortunate and then i started to think about it you know and i'm like no no they get these three songs they know like yeah bang bang they got yeah yeah and so i'm like why like what about if or nasty Mm -hmm. gave you Right. Like yeah. the other girls came prepared for those songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This doesn't, it was not a Mariah Carey song. No. No. Like it just doesn't, it just, it did not like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if she just like wanted to do it. 
I could see the butterflies working for if, maybe. But in my mind, or at least when we heard the rumors about what happened on the finale, Mm -hmm. I imagined that the canisters that she was wearing opened up in the front that not that they were these like giant Easter eggs yes. that they turned oh, into. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the butter, like she was expecting the butterflies to fly out of the opening in mm-hmm. the front. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not what we got. She that would have made sense because it's like you mm-hmm. releasing your energy into the air. And you know, if is all about like, you know, I like, this is what I, what could be, mm-hmm. but it's not because you're with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point of the oh, song. I see, I see. Um, and so I would see it for that, but definitely not for nasty. Yeah. And she was just like, she was trying to figure out how to use the DVD player the whole time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, very wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have ditched it. I yeah. would, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I would have just been like, today I wanted to have pinata titties. Yeah. yeah. Like honestly, I like, because then, anyway, we'll get to it. But mm-hmm. it was just a very strange. Yeah, I mean, we could get right to it right yeah. now. I mean, Cameron picks Asia. Why do you think Cameron picked Asia? Is that a, a producer moment? They're both dancers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, y- you know, like I, I on well, I went dancers, but I think they're both. Asia's lip syncing skills, I think, are kind of blown out a little bit out of proportion. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. They, they have not been as tight as okay. as I think we thought they would be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Asia was safe twice and Cameron did not want to fuck with Aquaria. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And okay. I think that Cameron knew that that was, you know, the kind of, I don't know, the person he could. A safer bet. Yeah. yeah. The one most likely. Yeah. yeah. Especially hmm. you consider like Aquaria and Eureka. It's like Cameron must know at this point, like, Mm-hmm. They've been saving Eureka's ass since season nine. Sure. And Aquaria has been the bell sure. of the ball the whole time. Like, she's got to know that, like, I want to at least get to the end. Yeah. Cameron also didn't, y- you couldn't really guess what was underneath Aquaria or Eureka's. Whereas looking at Asia, it's like, okay, there's I was yeah. just something in say there. That. I'm like, you want to hedge your bets against the person who's. Whose reveal is is more obvious? Like, yes. right. so, like you're wearing a robe. Okay, yeah. great. Like, and it wasn't like layers upon layers for no. her either. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, okay, it's a cute like, reveal. I yeah. don't know what you know what Aquarius like wonton is going to give us. Right. So yeah. I'll choose. Is it crab? Is it cream cheese? Yeah, right. <laughs> really, we're coming like, to. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Like, what Can we, we put wasabi on it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> These are the important things. Um, so yeah, so we have nasty and Asia. I mean, it was nasty what happened and I felt terrible and I felt the worst when I saw Monique's face. Oh, that cut to Monique looking horrified in the audience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that she was like leaning out from the aisle. (laughs) Yep. Like Pat, cause like Vanjie's hair was so big and she had the shoulder things and Monique was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That was her cheering section and it really sucked to see them so heartbroken by I think they all happened. wanted to just go off for her and then it was like oh, oh this you wasn't... could see some people like sliding down in their seats yeah. for her and I, she just kept on trying and trying and I was like no and it, it was funny because Robert and I were talking about it he's like you know I imagined it worse Mm. And I was oh, like, okay. no, I know you mean, yeah. That was pretty bad. That was, like, I, that was pretty bad. I cringed for like, sure. I cringed mm-hmm. for her, not even like, oh, girl, you should be embarrassed of yourself. No, it like, wasn't that. Oh, no, you really. No, I like, wanted to protect her. Yeah. Like, that's how I, I felt really the whole time. Stop. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, PETA and all these people. Yes. yes. And I'm like, oh my all God, I, I hope they're not endangered butterflies. No, you wouldn't do that, yeah, right? Like, right? Right. It was all this stuff I was just like processing as if I were like her lawyer sure. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. And and then when she when oh she in, couldn't even get in, them in off the like leaked photos <laughs> from the reunion. Oh, oh, it looks like I was like, oh damn, they've been in there that long that they formed webs. Oh god, that's what it looked like. It, it looked, looked like, like there were butterflies hanging off of this like. Webbing, netting. but it was just netting. Net. Mm. But it looked like she'd like given herself a mistectomy, which yeah. is just not a good yeah. look. It was just that's true to yeah. a song called "Nasty," right? Yeah. yeah, it just it it there was nothing um as joyful as her look was. The effect, even if the gag had worked, sure, the effect of these mesh holes right. on her chest, yeah. it just was not a. It was not good. I just think you get a song like "Nasty." You have to connect with the song. I mean, mm-hmm. that's always kind of been like a trend with RuPaul is mm-hmm. like connect with the song in some way yeah. or make it funny. Yeah. And like it, it wasn't funny. It was not funny at all. And right. uh, I'm sure you, people could laugh, right? There, I, there, there's there lots com- of memes. There is comedy in it for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Butterfly in the Sky. I can go twice as high. Yeah. yeah. I carry ones. That was what oh I thought. Oh, my God. There's those, one yeah. of Monet sweeping oh, yes. as she comes in. Oh, and there's yeah. The, oh, my God. Yeah. I, was I think I've seen that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen the one where it's just the butterfly. It's like, fuck my drag, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, what you, what you hope is that much like so many of these other queens, like, Laganja or Alexis Michelle, you hope she can get to a point of having a sense of humor about it yeah. in order to move on from it and yeah. not feel humiliated by it. Because right. I mean, I, I I validated her feelings. I was I felt bad for her. I thought this is yeah. not something I want to have happen to Asia. Mm-hmm. Her intentions are good, but like ultimately, you have to be able to laugh with it. I think to get people to move on from it. Yeah. You know, I appreciated the audience's response because it reminded me of when a tennis player double faults. You you politely just kind of clap for the point that's mm-hmm. over, but you don't cheer for the one you're rooting for mm-hmm. that like benefited from the double right. fall because you're cheering for a failure, not a win. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, but I will say that Cameron, unfortunately, was overshadowed by this debacle, and yeah. she did great. If you go back oh, and yeah. watch, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was a sick ass lip sync. The outfit was gorgeous. Yes. Like, yeah, so simple, and yeah. that's the thing where it's like that, like rhinestone, like shell to the corset she was wearing was Mm -hmm. great oh yeah but what really like made me appreciate the butterfly moment was at the end when cameron was just like done and just looked oh yeah and she like, looked down at her feet I and was really like, like oh my god you know in the middle of the song she's like just doing yeah. what she needs to do she's like literally like you know hey girl bye like right. she's right. just like going back and forth as asia there's like <laughs> right, right. <laughs> trying to like yeah. resuscitate these butterflies and looks down and i'm like oh, no she didn't realize what was going on she's probably standing on one and i was like oh my god yeah oh like, she absolutely there were reports from the finale that she like crunched on a couple of them which oh, is terrible. Mm-hmm. terrible well they had to like but like they like stop so they could like sweep, sweep up the up. butterflies yeah yeah like <laughs> it was awful. Oh it was God. awful. That being said, I really wanted to see Cameron do if. Like, part of me was like, okay, that was great. Now do if. Oh, oh sure. Wow. Because yeah. that would have been. That would have been mean, so good. It would have been amazing. I mean, it, the lip sync we got was amazing. Well, let's but, talk about yeah. it. So, yeah. Aquaria and Eureka have if. Um, and, I mean, Colin and I were talking. Like, uh-huh. this was. Uh, Aquaria, for me, she hits every beat. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? She hits every beat. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the reveal was. Those a are reveal. not reveals. Those I'm yeah. taking this off, and now I'm taking. This is getting ready for bed. 
This is not a reveal. <laughs> okay. This is I gotta get my wig off. I gotta yeah. get my my jacket. My get my my you know my schmata off. I'm gonna now I just get my my underpants on. Now I'm gonna shimmy under the sheets. That's what I saw. Okay. Wait, are you talking about Aquarius? Oh, Eureka. Sorry, Eureka. Oh, like, not Aquarius. No. Oh. Oh. Let. Sorry. Let me. Sorry. Let me qualify. Are you because I've been doing this all season where I I, I confuse Asia oh. with Eureka. I, I, see there. I, go. I told oh. you it was an affliction. Yes. It's uh, sorry. It's Team the, Sprig over here. About all these vowels. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's, it's, yes, <laughs> the sprigs of names. No, Aquarius reveal, awesome. Eureka's reveal. Am I saying the right names? Yes. yes. Eureka's reveal. Uh, bedtime stories. I just like. I I it felt like when Mr. Rogers changes his shoes. I just didn't. You know what I mean? You weren't hard. Uh, I wasn't. I, I was not. I was. I wasn't even trying. I really like. See, I. I love the purple and red. I yes. love that. Eureka did not know her words. No, nope. she didn't. She did no, not she didn't know her words. And to that point, sorry to cut you off. Yes. Uh, well, we can get back to her outfit in a second. Um, I happen to know the first, like, whatever, sitting over here, staring in your face with a lust in my shirt. Don't give a damn. Any, and then it's all like. <laughs> but even though, even though I don't know the words at that point. Janet Jackson doesn't open her mouth very wide when she's singing mm-hmm. on purpose mm-hmm. because she is a whisperer. So as long as you know, like the, you yeah. can, you can fake it. Mm-hmm. She was a Kung Fu movie. It was, mm-hmm. there was nothing there at all. She didn't even shove a lava tuna. <laughs> right. Shove a tuna, watermelon. Yeah. Like she yeah. didn't even like do any of that. I, I, yeah. Mm. I wonder what Jiggly thought of that lip sync. Seeing as though she's just a Janet, she's such a Janet fan. Mm. Very curious to know mm. what she thought. I mean, Eureka was kind of just like pounding the the ground with her crotch, mm. which I thought was great. She had the kicks. I mean, it was a very high but energy. She's done that like cooter slamming. Like I'm fine like, with it. But it, but it's like okay, I get it. Like it, uh, at that point, it's just like, did you break your legs? Is mm-hmm. that why you're hobbling on stage? Mm-hmm. It's like oh, I see. Okay, I get that I it got you the save when you didn't deserve it. Because let's be honest. She needed to go home oh, when I she see. lip-sync against yes. Cameron. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that was, and and yeah. I think it was that like weird, like, like almost like she was dribbling herself. Across yeah, yeah, the I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, it's too much. Yeah. But I did love her outfits. I love the purple into red. I love that you could see none of the purple. Right. No, I thought that was the most. And important. I love the bodysuit underneath with those silver boots. I, I really thought it was it was very good. She. I thought. She. Uh, oh no, Aquaria. What I love about Aquaria. Oh my God. Is when she like sticks up her just one finger at the audience, mm-hmm. like her pointer finger. I love yeah. that move. <clears throat> I'm like, do that move every time, Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then when she kind of did the if choreography, it wasn't exactly. Oh it, right. Mm-hmm. That, but like, it was called a breakdown. Is that what that part of? It's the, the breakdown okay. of the song. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about. Dun, that part dun, of the song, dun, so. dun, yeah. But I was like, yeah, you have that to whole do thing. Something. You can't yeah. just yeah. keep on. And and I thought that that was really good. And that's what I think really like clinched it because, like. That's you know, the meme. You know what you need to do with this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it ironic that her titty reveal worked and Asia's did not? Because mm, she just pulled off her velvet covers and they were just rhinestones. Yeah. Really, you know, just reveal. Yeah. Like, Keep it easy. Like, oh, no. But it was perfect because it was a nod to Janet Jackson. I mean, it's yes. not yeah. not the best reference, but well, yeah. it's a nod to the Super Bowl incident. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought of that. You're yeah. right. Um, That's right. Yeah. I agree with Colin about Eureka. I'm sorry. I really just want to talk about Eureka because I'm so disappointed in she's what we bothered. saw. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she's bothered. I, um, bothered. I agree with you that uh, this was her getting ready for bed. Yeah. I thought that she was essentially wearing what RuPaul wore to perform with Lady Gaga uh, with the Muppets. Mm. Um, that was the first look. 
book. <laughs> then, then we reveal to oh. this very like step team cheerleading uh, <clears throat> competition outfit that she's wearing, which is team. which is great. Which is great. I thought it was cute. And I like then, the hair. where is she standing on the stage when the fucking breakdown that everybody knows yeah. about this song is? Mm-hmm. She's yeah. at the back of the she's stage. The back getting ready for another reveal it's like enough already yeah yeah it distracted like, and the best start part only fans if you want us to watch you take your clothes off enough <laughs> exactly enough. exactly and i love that moment where eureka is is do is walking through the breakdown and aquaria is just dancing across yeah. the stage she's just rhythm nationing across the yes. stage past her i was like this is the gif yeah this like, is it's it. like they photoshopped her in yes because that's it's like aquaria yeah. is just like um, jesus christ <laughs> I know. Which one? Which Eureka, one are you looking for today? Eureka's like on the conveyor belt <laughs> from front to back. Mm-hmm. And damn it, did I do it again? No, you were doing it right. Eureka's in the back. Eureka is on the conveyor belt and Eureka's, Eureka's behind her. Yes. No, Eureka's on the front to back conveyor belt. Okay, draw belt. me a photo. Yes, I'm, I'm with Aquari- you. Aquaria's on the moving sidewalk so you can see her the whole time. Like Aquaria right. made sure that you saw her it was like Lucy Ricardo time. stuffing her hat with chocolate exactly. and the chocolate is mm-hmm. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. She made sure yes. you didn't miss all of the nuances with her staging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eureka's staging was like, okay, great. Now it, it's sort of like, it's a bit of what happened with Kennedy in the All-Stars 3 yes. final lip sync. It's like, but you're at the back. Yeah. You're right. in the shadows. Yeah. I can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, this, I... I feel like this was only a double save because the last lip sync was supposed to be a trio. No, and, and I hear that. There's, so there's two theories out there, right? One is that RuPaul could not let Cameron be the runner-up, right? Like to be mm-hmm. against Aquaria. That it couldn't just be Cameron versus Aquaria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because so, it'd be too obvious? R- well, yeah. And then also, uh, I don't think it's... It, I, I think that a, a, two people could have done Bang Bang. That I mean, could have been Asia versus Aquaria. But I mean, I I just think it's a song with three singers. I just I, it all feels but they to didn't me split it up. That's no, true. they didn't. I just to me felt very. It just felt obvious that it was also the same way that the reveals, like you have to step yeah. it up the season. It was it was like her twist on the finale. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to save two of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was the butterflies. I think the butterflies really fucked it up. The butterfly because, effect. Yeah, because the thing yeah, is right. Like, <laughs> Boom. Like, right. Asia could not could not be. I think they were counting on. A double save okay. because mm-hmm. of that song. I mean, you don't like the first of all, you never drag qu- three drag queens never do that song without taking turns. That's that like right. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. But I understand for the sake of quote unquote judging, they have to do all the parts. Mm-hmm. It messes up the song terribly. Yeah, like yeah. it's very it's hard to watch. But I think that they were counting on double save somewhere. I'm just gonna say I don't think that they were planning on having Eureka in the top three. Oh wow! Oh. I really I, cause over that, Cameron. That yeah, I wow. think that song is a song for girls who can who can dance the way that Asia, um, Aquaria, and Cameron do. Yes. How, I, yeah. how does Asia dance? Just by just out of curiosity, because I don't think I, we ever I, saw I don't that. Know. I, oh, Eureka, <laughs> I we saw is like a dancing yeah. queen. I think we yeah, saw Asia she, dance. Asia dances, I think so. but Eureka. Eureka like moves back and forth, runs, and then you know dribbles. She'll throw a kick up in the air. She'll fall. Yeah. She'll she'll, she'll, she'll watering exactly. can around yeah. the around the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she'll like show your show her hole out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She'll yeah, yeah she'll, she'll air hammer out. all the nails back into the yeah. stage. But yes, but there's a ferocity um, that those other three, even Cameron in her own weird, odd way, 
like she got there somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's an she excellent lip syncer. She yeah. is great. So she's the ferocity that those three had, I, I like you know, Eureka doesn't have the same ferocity. Uh, my I, theory, I, I, I hear you. My hear theory is that they're afraid of Eureka suing the shit out of them. Well, that too. So they basically allowed her to sail through this entire season. Oh, because if they didn't, <laughs> conspiracy theory. I love having other perspectives. I didn't even think of that. But no, I mean, she couldn't sue because there has to be a liability clause. They covered her medical expenses. They made sure she was okay. Babe, she tore her ACL. Yeah. She tore her ACL. That is and all those butterflies died, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) No, but really, that's a huge... They were not covered. They didn't fill out the contract. Who was protecting them? That is a huge injury, and it took her six months to heal. It did impact her earnings. If you don't think... If you don't think... If you think for one second that Eureka being saved, especially during this, this finale had nothing to do if you don't think it had nothing to do with her leg you're absolutely wrong it had everything to do with her leg she was a liability to world of wonder vh1 rupaul Mm -hmm. like you name it she was a liability Mm -hmm. she almost owned the whole thing and this is what kept her from being litigious and going crazy perspective i love the idea if you were smart her and asia could own drag race yeah it's just the o'hara drag race uh, i would absolutely watch asia's drag race oh yeah i don't know about eureka but definitely asia oh asia's yeah michelle Oh, <gasps> oh! You're just like you're, I'm. Like you're creating a whole Relying world, alternate universe. I love it. Drag race. Oh <laughs> like God. they've said it. Wow. Um, well, cha cha, bitch. Let's talk about <laughs> uh, Loca coming out. Oh, uh, Nina Flowers looking fabulous. Uh, this may have been the most joyous moment. Monet winning Miss Congeniality and running down mm-hmm. stage yelling and cheering. Yeah. Was like the happiest moment. This is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that she commented yeah. on how nice the right. trophy was. <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't be happier for her. I think she's. Um, I do think it was interesting how RuPaul was able to brilliantly spin uh, the what happened with the miscongeniality voting mm-hmm. the bots, to yeah. a political connection mm-hmm. with Russia. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, this worked out oddly perfect. Yeah. Right. Well, they've been pushing mm-hmm. politics a lot. And I think it's actually. It's good, you know, like sure. throughout the season because there's a lot of shit happening, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If if RuPaul can at least do that, like, right. and and make people who might not vote or might not read about things be like, wait, what is this out there? I'm watching mm-hmm. Drag Race and they're talking about this. Right. Maybe I should read about this. Right. You know, I think that that's effective. Yeah, and they must already know that like. Having fans vote for miscongeniality doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it blew it's up not their faces in they season never, nine. They never should have. <clears throat> it should have yeah. always yeah. been the queens. Yeah, yes. that's how always it is in the pageants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So no. this felt like this was good. It felt like this, and like I'm sure there's others, but I think of like the miscongenialities that felt informed by the queens. I think of Monet, and I think of Cynthia Lee Fontaine, because mm-hmm. yep. that to me felt like because she was only in for a few episodes. I felt like the queens had to be like, no, 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 no. trust us on this one. Right. Whereas a lot of other times, you know. Um, and I love them, but you know Ben, Katya, Valentina. Um, yeah, Valentina <laughs> certainly. It, and that was the the, the it's example. It's me, Valentina. Valentina. Yeah. I do love that aspect of like something that she does. Yeah, and I love that she um <laughs> when she wasn't Her shade to Aja. Oh, uh, well, just when she wasn't busy being Charlie Brown's teacher, she was presenting the Miss Congeniality oh, right, Award. Right, it was right, like, right, where right. are you? Yeah, they did not test that sound no. out. No. Well. Yeah. Um, but so <laughs> not it, I, at all. it was nice to kind of see the first real miscongeniality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and and well done for Monet Exchange. Oh, who is the sweetest little goose? Yeah, she is She's, impeccably yeah. miscongeniality. Yeah, so I'm good so that happy bitch. for her. 
Yeah. I, I want to know what she won because she deserves a big yeah. prize. I hope she won the ten thousand dollars that normally. Yeah. Comes is it ten thousand dollars? I mean, that's yeah. Right, isn't that right? What, that's it, what I thought it was. They, yeah. They I listen. I hope that that's God. What she I won hope she didn't win a suite of hair care. Oh, I oh, can you that imagine? Would be oh, shame. God. Oh. That would be terrible. <laughs> uh, they're like, no, it's got to be ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Sasha didn't use it, so we saved it. So you oh can my use god! It. Right, like, right. Can you imagine? Oh my god! All these bald queens are always winning hair care yeah, products. What the fuck? Can they get some more of that Jessica Alba, you know, organic oh my god. cleaning product? Honesty. Honesty. No, it's yeah. not uh, the Honest Company. The Honest Company, which I think recently came under fire for like mm-hmm. some shady shit. Mm-hmm. Jessica Alba. I don't know company? if I don't know if uh, Jessica herself, but I know the company. I don't know if it was the ingredients or the finances, but she played Honey Daniels. She picked the scent. <laughs> 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 like that's exactly it. Um, so Sasha comes out to uh, to crown. Oh, coming for Violet's gig in yes. this finale uh, look. Yes, I mean Violet still has the gold standard of finale looks. This look reminded me of Miss Fane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real? Oh, okay. Yep. It's similar to her okay. season seven entrance. I didn't entrance put that look. together until yeah. you, you know? said that. Oh, but this is so far. This was that. oh for sure. Oh, oh I yeah. this look is just oh it's it was gorgeous. Great. Well, because you know it was inspired by right. Wait, do we talk about the Cassius? What? With, with the sorry. designer's name is Cassius? No, no, no. I just had like a total brain burn. Well, talk about Sasha's, because you um, have a whole thing. So this, this look is really <laughs> cool, because I, I, I really love it. I love that she like tossed the apple aside, and the whole look is supposed to be a combination of Lilith meets Eve meets extraterrestrial. Of course. Because, and it's, a, it's an interesting nod to her Jewish heritage, because Lilith is, was Adam's first wife. So, because they were made from the same dirt, so they were equals, and he essentially divorced her because she wouldn't um, listen to him. Where he was like, "No, no, you know, like don't seek out knowledge, like you know, like woman, stay where you are." So, Lilith then, of course, as as most women do in in, in religion, became this figure that was like vilified and associated with. Uh, serpents, which is why the serpent was wrapped around her, because she was supposed to be in like cahoots, oh. right? And also, in in the mythology, Lilith eventually is b- becomes this winged harpy figure who steals babies in the middle of the night. Oh. And so, and then, but you know, there was also a nod to Eve in that as well, because Eve was essentially the the second wife who was made from the, the rib of Adam, so that he could control her essentially. Right. Hmm. Um, and also she was an alien cause that's the future. So it's like, you know, right. I, I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was smart. Oh, such a um, and she just doesn't stop. Yeah. No. Like it's, it's like she yeah. started all over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so fabulous. I loved it. And when she was just like talking about like, <clears throat> like meeting people around the world, mm-hmm. it was just like that reminder of like, you know, Sasha, I know probably some people feel like, oh, it's just like they think she doesn't have a sel- sense of self-awareness or sel- sense mm-hmm. of humor, which is not true. Um, but it's just like Sasha's like earnestness and her genuineness mm-hmm. and like similar to Asia, Sasha commits to her point of view and the way she approaches things. And I feel like like I forgot how much I appreciated that. There's that integrity yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah there's always yeah. this like current of like undercurrent of like kindness and like mm-hmm. understanding and connection with Sasha that like. I think is uh, is the future of Dragon a lot of ways, uh, right? I just mm-hmm. love her. Like a way to be in the world. Nightgowns is such a great show. It oh is. yeah, it is. and and you know, like what you were saying earlier about what you know how um, Aquarius was like. Well, I'm, I'm going to be inclusive. It's that Sasha's the only winner who has essentially created, and she was doing this before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it is Nightgowns includes performers of every color, of every gender expression. 
drag kings, hyper queens, right. just queer performers in general. And it, I love that she has created this and it's, it's done in earnest. You right. know, it's mm-hmm. not, it is, it's, it's just so good. She has a raffle where she raises at least $2,000 right. every performance or more and donates to a local LGBTQ yeah. charity. I mean, it is, she is really doing work. And I love that she's not representing RuPaul's Drag Race. She's representing yeah. herself. Yeah. And that is what I think is so important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's the model yeah. at this point. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. There's this urgency, mm-hmm. I feel like, with her drag, yeah. which yeah. I really I, I connect with a lot. Yeah. I love that, like, one of the, I don't know what, which one it was, but that one of the Nightgown's performances had Lipsinka. And oh, I just love that she's God. like. That one, I. That was phenomenal. Yeah. It was really, really good. It was just like, of course, like mm-hmm. that Sasha <sighs> would remember. It's just like, mm-hmm. the, like, let's not forget drag queens answering invisible telephones on stage. Yes. Yep. yes. Let's not forget yes. that. Yep. So important. Lipsinka created the mix. Right? Yeah. I mean. Right. We talk about that yeah. all the time. Out of, we, and we interviewed her. She is. talked about she would take the real yes. tape and oh, her friend would this. Ta- tape them together. Oh, yeah. Like God. this wasn't, you know. Boop, it's boop, 1993, boop. 92. Like right. they, they, there wasn't a computer. Yeah. 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 I mean, I always think of like Lip Sync's performance. I just think that like those those phone call montages, it was like, here is an archive of references. Yep. Here is an archive mm-hmm. of things, of, of possible influences. Like, go learn about these. And, like most of them, I'm like, oh, I don't know that reference. Yeah. So I feel like Lip Sync is just like, educational drag in, in, in sure. a way yeah. you, know? you know what as content because she is cantankerous she is oh really oh my yes mm-hmm. she is don't call her a drag queen she no she's john epperson that oh. is it, it's a very yeah it's a very touchy subject um and we go over it at length in our interview with her oh she was a supermodel of the world before rupaul mm. she was the first she drag was. queen to walk a runway and from mugler in 90 93 is 90 the year that comes to mind, but I think 92. it might be 92. No, because no, wow. 93 is when RuPaul's toilet, uh, toilet, when RuPaul's career went down the toilet wow. for a <laughs> while, and she disappeared until 2009. Um, I want to um, say it was whatever year the um, the too sexy, yeah, too funky, sorry, too funky, too funky, funky she did she did this whole like out. burlesque number in a Mugler fashion show, so she kind of she did a lot of firsts, yeah, yeah, you know, wow. and it's. You know, the, the children need to remember that. Yeah. Or learn about it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, completely. I know. When I think of her, I just think of like, oh, this is like essential drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. and, and that video, is that at Boy Bar? Is that what it is? There's the one at Boy Bar in like 92. I mean, it just, oh, yeah. I feel transported. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is what you did on a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And there were no fucking phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, when you look at, when you watch videos like that, especially from that time, and you see all these guys in the audience, and you just think of, like, what it was to be gay in the early 90s in New mm-hmm. York, and yeah. what that climate looked like, and what you were up against, right. and what, what you had witnessed over the past number yes. of years. Mm-hmm. And I just think all of that informs something, and it gives this feeling of, like, we go to gay bars now, and we watch performances, and it's all it's all so fun. We have so much mm-hmm. to take like, taking advantage of. And it feels like when you watch stuff like that, there's just this, like, to use the word reviews already like this urgency mm-hmm. similar to what Sasha's doing this urgency then of like connection or this urgency to like be in a space together like mm-hmm. it just doesn't yeah. feel that way anymore you're right yeah. you know so mm-hmm. like there's and so like lip Sinka kind of you know brings that together in a way yeah. you know yeah. or like frames that so yeah. um so anyway we just went but on a anyway, wonderful tangent speaking, on of, speaking of all these other queens so yeah. it's now time to crown the winner um but before that we have the final lip sync oh of Bang bang. Yeah. And right off the bat, Aquaria lights a sparkler. Yep. I and mean, I'm just like, 
Take it. Just what I, <laughs> what I, I love about Aquaria, she she starts uh, performing from the first beat, yeah. mm-hmm. like 110% from beat one. It just yeah. incredible. Mm. Um, I I do feel like I don't know how you guys feel, but I do feel like the underappreciated moment of the episode is how much Cameron killed this final lip sync. Oh, I, oh yeah. Which I didn't notice until like the second watch, but I was like, "Good God, she is emptying that tank." Uh-huh. I mean, you know? I feel like all of them. It just seemed like okay. You could totally hate on this mm-hmm. lip sync. I can see that perspective. There are people that like didn't like it, mm-hmm. but like. Just step back for a second. Like these are three queens, like going crazy. Yeah, death drops, splits, jumps, cartwheels, mm-hmm. turns, everything, mm-hmm. everything happening just all at once, and it was crazy to watch for sure. Oh yeah, well, but like, what a celebration! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, two of them were. Where did your eyes go? <laughs> oh, I was looking Aquaria. at Aquaria the whole time. Aquaria. Um, I don't even remember what Cameron did during this lip sync, but I am going to watch it again because I believe mm-hmm. you that it was incredible. I know. It's like yeah. I missed it. And it was like, oh, that's why I'm saying it's underappreciated because right. like, you yeah. might not even notice. It was very yeah. interesting because I was like, what is she? Honestly, like I was like, OK, this is going to be a reveal of, again mm-hmm. when she came out. And I was like, what is this strange like Spanish like flamenco dancer type dress that she's on? And then I was like, oh, it's just it's literally like a, 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 a tearaway with a bustle. Like, OK. Yeah. Um, but I, there's something, Aquaria is very clean and that's, what's always very, um, magnetic about her is that it is, there's nothing that's there that isn't meant to be there. Sure. Yes. You know, yeah. it's, it's all She's very thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, with Cameron too, like it was, there, there is a lot of thought put into it. Um, and I love seeing the both of them lip sync the way they did. It was so much fun. I want to know where Aquaria was hiding all of those like little cannons. Yeah, oh, I think they were on her um, thigh. Yeah, no, I just like brilliant. And then there are garters with. Oh them. yeah, yeah. They, they were in her garter belts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, even better. I love that they're like in a holster in a I way. I was thinking, like, how did she smuggle those up there? Yeah, Aquaria uh, Eureka had the reveal, which was fun, and mm. then she did that like thing on her hands and knees, and I was like, okay, you're working. Before that, she wasn't really working. It no. felt like nope. It felt like she was gonna. She was it felt putting. Like she it, was on a break. Well, yeah, there was a bit of that. She's yeah. like, "I'll let them go. I'm gonna walk around in the back." Mm-hmm. And then I think it like when the Nicki Minaj rap started. I think she thought, "Oh, I'll just take this moment oh. and I'll kill this." But it didn't. But Aquaria was behind her, killing it better. Yeah. So, but she also didn't know the words to yeah. this one. That's right. She yeah. The she thing was, and Cameron messed up on these words too. I, think I understand I, yeah. short shoes. I get it. I can't stand very long in high heels. I like and and you know her knee is. You know, sensitive, but girl, character, black character shoes, not a silver character <laughs> shoe, not a silver, I not a gold, <laughs> not a rhinestone character shoe, yep. not something that's a little more like glamour, like mm-hmm. I'd be safe. Something okay. a little more but character. Glamorous, well, yeah. exactly, right? Like, what, did, what did Katya wear, like jellies ones? Oh, sure. Yeah. But at that least, was, you know. At least a turquoise jelly. <laughs> I'm not mad at a turquoise jelly. No way. No. I don't need a Where, heel. I think it's pronounced like, turquoise. Oh, yeah, you thank know, you, Alexis. Wear a croc, a croc flat. Yeah. That is rhinestone. Something that is like more interesting. Sure. But the thing is, with, with, what what irked me about Eureka's outfit, and because I had heard about the whole like you know the big girl wins, or, uh, and, and I thought okay. that was really cute and empowering. But the letters look cheap. Oh, yep. Okay, they look like foam letters. Okay, I'm just you know. All right, no, this is yeah. And if you're gonna have a tear away, tear it away. Oh shit. (laughs) 
right? The rain. And the, there it is. The like yeah. bead through, fringe. Mama. The yeah, bead fringe looked like pl- it was plastic. Okay. Mm. Um, and also the bodysuit was baggy. Oh. And it's like okay, like, it, it's very much like with her um her eureka dress where like mm-hmm. that was a gag enough like you sure it, the, the dress didn't have to be terribly you know more than a tube dress right but this is not enough of a like an impact that you could like basically be lazy I with see. the yeah. rest of the outfit and she has better drag yeah mm-hmm. like far better drag so it was just kind of like like. Mm. Yeah, you know? I feel like Eureka was, and I'm. We're kind of rewatching it right back now, but she, it was. She was trying to find her place on the stage. Yeah, yeah. and she couldn't because these girls were like moving so fast yeah. around. They her. were moving so fast around, yeah. and then Aquaria really has a technique of when she's got a good gig coming or good bit moving, she'll get in she front of. She'll mm-hmm. get in front of Eureka. Yeah, she did that in both lip syncs. I uh. think she really plans her staging a lot. Yeah, a lot. Because, and I, I, I don't know if Eureka does that. Right. It didn't appear that way. Yeah, I, I felt like Eureka did had one move and the reveal and then was like, and then I'm going to use the energy of the room. Yeah. Whereas I think Aquaria did this in her room like 50 to 80 times. Yes. And filmed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if she was Photoshopping eyebrows on yes. herself so she could figure out how to copy them later. She's a hard mm-hmm. worker. I wouldn't be oh, surprised thank if you she for videoed. pausing right here. <laughs> oh, God. I wanted to have a conversation about that. <laughs> oh, RuPaul's <laughs> look. RuPaul's look. Um, oh, sorry, you didn't talk about ahead. that. Uh, no, that was it. But I, I'll just say this is that this lip sync was very fair. Okay. It was. It was. Uh. It was. I. I saw the lip sync and I was like, I know where this is going. You mean the judging of the, the ju- lip sync? Yeah. I yeah. was like, I. Sure. And I felt very comfortable with that. It's the first time, I guess, in a. W- I mean, with Sasha, with Sasha we knew exactly what was happening. But mm-hmm. even then, that's not what you expected because sure. it was the Shay. first time they'd done this. Right. 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 But. This was a very. I was like, this judging is going to be fair because if they don't do what I think they should do. There's no way that they can like you know just sweep it up. Right. See, and my whole leg injury theory had me very nervous last night before they announced the winner. I was like, do not make the wrong decision here. Yeah. Do not do that. I assume do not do that. Aquaria would win, but I had the same thing where I was like, there was that that moment of pause before mm-hmm. she says it, and I was like, no. Yeah, me no. too. I was watching it on the subway this morning, yeah. and I was like. <gasps> Is it big girl's gonna win? Is big girl gonna win? Is mm-hmm. it? Oh, it's Aquaria. Okay, right. Okay. But I and I just felt like you it, know it yeah, didn't it was feel like, like relief more than jubilation. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But then out like my like hysterical joy came this morning when I was like, oh, this means that Sharon Needles' drag daughter has won Drag Race, and then so Sharon Needles won Drag Race, which was unlikely, right? And then right. Aquaria, who we were like, eh, right, won Drag Race. And then Alaska won All Stars, so now you have essentially three members of the same family. Yeah, family, and mm-hmm. and I think that that's very impactful. And it's a girl who has the most different background in drag than any other winner. That's right, from yeah. the New York club her scene. Road, mm-hmm. Her it's road, her road to this crown yeah. seems like it was already made. Like mm-hmm. it, w- it was just carved yeah. out for her. Yeah, well, she's a phenom in many yeah. ways. Not for know? nothing, but season four was kind of prophetic of this. If you think mm-hmm. about the top three, you have the House of Haunt winning. You've got a, a Michael's queen with a share illusion and a problematic O'Hara. <gasps> oh my God. Holy fuck. Did you read that? Wow. They did. They talked about that on Reddit. That okay. like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take credit. Okay. Um, but oh I mean, God, I wish you had. Well, I think, I think I added in the share element. So I'm gonna give myself. Oh, that. okay, share. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of amazing. Sherilyn. I love it. Yeah. Is 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 Cameron of the same? 
house? No. I don't think oh. so. I, yeah. I don't know how all that works. Because I, I know like Asia and Eureka are not affiliated. No. Well, they both do share. Yeah. Yeah. They both do um, share. Cameron's last name comes from the f- her favorite store. Wait, is it really? Is I don't true? know. I'm going to start telling people that and just say it very confidently so everyone yeah. believes it. Oh, I, love I don't that. know. I just think that would be funny if yeah. it were true. That. That'd be a great, yeah, that'd be a great drag name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's there buying all the beads and yeah. she puts in her like, her head dress. No, she doesn't make anything. What are we doing? <laughs> right. she, yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. She I feel said like she I don't does. make my stuff. I feel like she does. Well, we have a new winner. We have Aquaria. It's the age of Aquaria. Had Eureka won, I would have found a a, a, a way to kind of be happy for her. Um, but there is the road for Eureka was paved with too much controversy for me, mm-hmm. yeah. especially uh, surrounding the Vixen. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's all too kind of like shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. Oh, there's just something wrong. Yeah. Did you see, though, that one moment? And th- this is a little different, but when when they when the three of them were lip syncing and the girls like rushed into the aisles like it was yes. a bunch of them mm-hmm. and the first person like in the very front was the vixen yelling aquaria yeah wow. and i was like you see you two had the conversation you needed to have otherwise the vixen knowing the amount of integrity she has would not have rooted for her absolutely right? and that <laughs> i i'm like see things can be if not like fixed because like you know you never forget certain things or whatever but you two came to a to a middle ground you understood where each of you were coming from and there's mutual respect so now the vixen can enjoy your drag and she's rooting for you Mm -hmm. yeah that i thought was a great moment and i don't know how many people caught that but it really like left an impact on me i hear that i find that the the evolution that the vixen and aquaria were able to find Mm -hmm. that aquaria that it became a lot of the black queen saying i want anyone black or aquaria to win yeah that i mean that it could come to that point where like aquaria could go from being like the the you know the symbol of of the problem Mm -hmm. to like really coming around i mean it's just like talk about an example of how to be in the world it's like Aquaria, I don't even care if it's produced. I don't care. Like, I just love seeing Mm -hmm. the example of humility, of saying, okay, I hear you. Yeah. And we're going to move forward with this, and I'm mm-hmm. going to take ownership, and I'm not yeah. going to ask you to do the work. Like, I just think that, like, I don't care if she figured that all out in her hotel room. We should see how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like, we should see examples of how to do that because we mostly have examples of how it went with Eureka. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's very so. true. And most people Aquarius, Aquarius age in that situation getting their hand slapped that way would have essentially spent the rest of their time on the season being really petulant and pouty. They yep. would have felt very didn't. attacked. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We should we should wrap up. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, season 10's over. I mean, and we're going to do this. Uh, yeah. Marys, if you have any thoughts, any thoughts on this whole season, Colin and I are going to do a superlatives episode where we just kind of like say what our best moment was, our best lip sync, our you know best best yeah. uh, quotes, next week. looks, all that stuff. Yeah, send us your thoughts. Uh, we're on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com, or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Johnny Also, and you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. And as you know from our intro at the beginning of this episode, you can also find me on my new podcast in the details. Yeah. Um, and you can get more of both of us on patreon.com backslash all right Mary uh, where you can get a bonus episode every single week uh, we just posted the Stepford Wives and next week is big business 
And of course, <laughs> yes. And of course, uh, we're not alone here. Thank you so much to Grizzly Kiki. Oh, we love you oh, guys. thank you. <laughs> this is so much fun. Where uh-huh. can our Marys find you guys in case they haven't already? Um, well, we're Grizzly Kiki basically everywhere. Well, everywhere. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, grizzlykiki.com. Um, you can find back episodes. Actually, this is very important. I'm just going to mention this. People have been asking us why they can't find all of our episodes, and it's because only our uh, most hundred most recent episodes show up on all of our on podcasts iTunes. Yeah. Uh, on oh, iTunes. I see. So if you just go to our website and search, okay. If you're having trouble, email us. I will point you in the right way oh. to find the episode you want. So, because like we got like two emails about that this week, and we're happy to hold your hand to yes, find the ha- episode. I will yeah. send we you the link. Happy to I, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website. Um, you can send us questions at grizzlykiki yes, at gmail.com. All right. Okay. And uh, yeah. Thank God I almost did our outro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, it's all like, it's all programmed <laughs> in, right? Yeah. Um, and before we leave, I asked Grizzly Kiki Marys to provide us with this week's Last Chance Lip Sync. Robert, would you like to introduce it? Um, yes. Uh, Daniel and I were having a conversation a few days ago about... Uh, important lip sync songs and we were watching an episode of Jesus and Miro mm-hmm. where Estelle was the guest mm-hmm. and we were like why has Estelle not been on Drag Race she is a she is a huge supporter of the LGBT community mm-hmm. and she would be an amazing guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race and so the song that we picked is Freak by Estelle Ugh. I'm, we did a little a preview song. before it's a great song yeah, and a great final addition to a wonderful collab episode with Grizzly Kiki <laughs> thank you guys again yeah, this was you. so fun always so Ugh. fun uh, Mary's uh, we'll see you on the off season yeah bye Mary see you later I can, I can be a freak 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 Like to like to hear me speak.